Would you watch a show about hidden blade bloopers? Do you like talking about trebuchets? Maybe you wonder about the anatomy of a video game movie? Or when Ryan Murphy is going to put together the anthology series American Assassin Story? Join us while we nerd out about the Assassin's Creed franchise now. Broadcasting from Nirvana, welcome to Nerd of All Trades. If you're new to our crew, we endeavor to answer the ultimate question. What would we do if we were making a movie in this franchise? We also throw in some discussion on our favorite movies, go on meaningless tangents, and more. I'm your host, Tyler Birch, and here's the rest of the crew. I'm Juan the Newbie. Brandon, the historian. <laughs> this is Jay Fred, the engineer. Today we grab our game controller to talk about the gaming franchise, Assassin's Creed. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Big eagle screech in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put that sound clip in of like the leap of faith eagle screech in the background? <laughs> Every time someone says Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's, just, it's like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed. And you just hear like. All right. So first up is our movie pitch segment. Each of these franchises have created a world filled with its own rules, ideas, and imagery, and we try to mash up, with love, some ideas to create a movie pitch that is equal parts crazy, heart, and what the fuck. Let the mayhem begin with Juan the Newbie. Okay. So, pitch-wise, movie... I didn't actually... So, (laughs) so here's the thing. I've never actually seen the Assassin's Creed movie, but I heard that it wasn't all too good. (laughs) Um, It was sloppy. Right, right. As most video game movies are. But, well, I don't know. Have, have we seen the Monster Hunter one? Was it Monster Hunter? Has it come out yet? Yeah, it did. Was it good? Parts of it were good. Okay. <laughs> They're good video game movies. It's just, they never approach it the right way. Like, I can tell you with the Assassin's Creed movie, they 100% messed up because they did 50-50 Modern World and and uh, back in Spain in yeah. 1492. And... No one gives a shit about the modern world. It's all about fucking and, about the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack about why the story of Assassin's Creed wasn't good. Mm. So I won't get into that right now. But it didn't um, really it didn't really leave open anything. So <laughs> just gonna I didn't mind it as a first movie for the franchise, but mm. I don't necessarily think it was good enough to warrant sequels, which is what it would need. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think like, it warranted sequels at all. Um, yeah, I think they were trying to dance the line between bringing people in who aren't familiar with the games and dealing with the people who are, and yeah. they did a shitty job of both. Yeah, I think one of the good video game movies that I can think of is like the fucking Sonic movie because they actually listen to viewers that are like, hey, we're not going to watch this fucking movie if you keep Sonic the way that he is. It's like, oh, oh hell. Now we gotta make Sonic look really good. <laughs> and no, that one was actually really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah, that Sonic movie was really good. That one, the Mortal Kombat movie, mm-hmm. the original Resident Evil, those are the ones that come to mind when I think of good video game movies. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. The new Tomb Raider was good too. Mm, yeah, I but heard it was good. They also deviated a lot from Lara Croft, or Lara Croft as she is in the games. So I think that turned a lot of people off. But it had a cool story. Yeah, that's what I heard. Is that that one was a good one? Um, but back to Assassin's Creed, I think I would rather make another video game after Valhalla, uh, obviously. Um, but I was kind of like spitballing here and I was, I was spitballing with Brandon of doing one and like 
like post uh, post Colombian uh, Mesoamerica, or like Latin America, I guess. Um, when you say post Colombian, like, you mean like after Christopher Columbus discovered? That's what it means. America? Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's what it means, right? Historian, fact check. Is that post Colombian? Because uh, there's pre Columbian and there's post Columbian. I'm gonna go with yes. I yes, didn't know that. that is not my. <laughs> that is not generally my area. <laughs> then why are you the historian, Brandon? <laughs> I don't know. That's how they refer to that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna say post Columbian. Um, Sounds good to me. <laughs> so. Uh, so After 1492, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be more close to like, like the the Mexican Revolution of Independence because I feel like if you're talking about the Americas, you want to do an independence game, kind of like the American one, um, minus the whole uh, King King George, King George Washington. <laughs> that was such a weird DLC. I thought it was a cool concept. Yeah, it was a really cool concept, but it was really, freaking Assassin's Creed always has the weirdest DLCs, like the the Jack the Ripper one. Oh, that yeah. one was that was I heard that one was insane cuz like you you got to be Jack the Ripper. Oh uh, yeah. George Washington's great. I remember in one of the first few missions in Assassin's Creed 3, I killed a random British <laughs> officer turned out I was like, you killed George Washington. Yep, desynchronization. <laughs> you killed George Washington. I'm like, oops, shit. That's no one's gonna care oopsie. about this guy. It turns out he's everything. <laughs> ah, it's just George Washington. They got plenty of founding fathers. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I got in trouble for shooting Da Vinci a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be like once the Spaniards are already there, they already have their their towns and everything. Because I feel like the way that what is do they still have the um the bad people well, i forgot what the, the templars like, yeah the uh, templars do they still have the templars after they haven't touched the templars, they haven't touched the templars yet? so because all these games are like pre-assassins really right yeah like i i haven't i've only played an hour of valhalla so i don't know what is going on but right. um, origins was the hidden ones and the proto templars i don't remember the name and then the pre-Templars. Yeah, in Odyssey, <laughs> there was the secret order. I can't remember the name. So the Cult guess- of Cosmos. And <laughs> that was pre-Assassins, I think. I think that's what I read into it. That's why so. it was weird. But yeah. It, hmm. I like, guess the time periods, I guess it would make sense that it's like already the Assassins are established and the Templars are also yeah, established. Yeah, they would, yeah. Yeah, like during the Mexican like revolution. That's yeah, like Mexican uh, independence. Post-Columbian. Yeah. That's like post-Columbian, yes. Uh that's in the 1900s, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah then the definitely. That's way past post-Columbia. What the fuck? Yeah, that's way past. <laughs> it's it, it's during around... Great, now I'm going to freaking fat check. Anyways. No, he's technically right. Mexican it's post-Columbian. <laughs> yeah, Mexican independence, I think. 1810 it was. to 1821. Yeah, that's what it was. So, around the same time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that would be a cool uh, game, just because, like, they pick, like, time periods of, like, like French, and then the u.s and now we're vikings that was whenever i heard that freaking assassin's creed was going to be vikings i thought that was really interesting um but yeah that'd be a cool concept for another assassin's creed game for the next one is like um spaniard u.s uh, spaniard mexico and like latin america i guess you would only stick in mexico because i don't think they really deviate anywhere else like moving far off or and like origins that you leave like the main island obviously you're like moving through the through the islands but like origins is in egypt oopsie <laughs> the not origins the, Which one's the other? odyssey odyssey yeah no you uh you pretty much explored all of that area of the mediterranean mm. like area uh, classical like 
would you agree it's like macedonia mm-hmm. and you know athens sparta cyprus mm. all that you know all that classical stuff that you heard about in fourth grade mythology <laughs> class uh you had a fourth grade mythology class yeah, dude, i wish no, it was those cool little grade. books <laughs> uh but no we'd stick i guess just with mexico and like mexico city um that's not taking down the the conquistadors taking down the spaniards no because it's not gonna be Meso- <laughs> it's not gonna be Meso- i don't know America. i don't know if they still call them that <laughs> no actually no. they're just spaniards um, the american education system has failed me so like don't i don't know why you're surprised i mean no um, it's it's not it's not gonna, gonna be say, that's not surprising at all honestly. <laughs> no it's not gonna be mesoamericans it's gonna be like where they're already established as like all right we're me- we're the mexican people and these guys are spaniards and okay. we want them out okay. of here um i was gonna say they didn't teach me about america's history why would they teach me about mexico's history was uh at the time was during the mexican revolution was that around the time that napoleon put his king his brother on the throne is that when it yeah happened? yeah it was during around that time what's his name maximilian yeah it was maximilian yeah, uh, yeah because Pegasus? yeah because maximilian maximilian was uh the the guy that ruled mexico whenever the french took over uh, mexico but um Ah, the French. The French. But we're going to be fighting freaking Spaniards. We. We, we. Just because I feel like that'd be really interesting. And since we're already hitting all parts, like once you hit Vikings, all fucking bets are off. You can do whatever the heck, like any, just any point in history. It has, has assassins and Templars. Um, and I guess it would make sense just to go back to the roots of the Templars and, and assassins. Um, that'd be really interesting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Since we're going back to the time period whenever the Templars and the Assassins were already set up, yeah, uh, it would make sense. And like, you'd ba- it'd basically be the same thing as Italy since they have like the same architecture and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I I agree with you. I think that'd be really interesting because Assassin's Creed games always have a really nice way of teaching people history in an entertaining way. Right. So and. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, most people don't really know history yeah, of yeah. Mexico and stuff, so I think that'd be the a really Latin America, yeah. like interesting area to explore. Like, yeah. I think that would be really cool, you're right. Yeah. Cuz all bets are off after Vikings, dude, freaking. I don't know why that's what you think is it's all bets are off. I think when Medusa showed up in Odyssey. <laughs> oh, that was a bitch of a boss fight. <laughs> I think after that, maybe that's when they they're like, okay, we could do whatever that or we, we want. could do everything now. <laughs> Actually, personally, I thought all bets are off when they finally did Egypt, but it was freaking Potomac Egypt, a.k.a. Roman Egypt, not real ancient Egypt. It's like, <laughs> okay, okay, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. It's <laughs> a really odd choice. Yeah, you would, yeah, it's just like, I don't want the bastardization of Egypt. I want real Egypt. <laughs> Give me OG Egypt. Exactly. <laughs> what if you had like a little mini game in, in Origins where you start like building a pyramid? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Just pushing big rocks around. <laughs> Aliens, you mean? <laughs> but yeah, I want to see that. I want to see um, Latin America and like Spaniard, Mexico. I don't care about the French, man. Ain't nobody care about no French. <laughs> they had their game. <laughs> but yeah, that would be my pitch. Is Latin America, Assassin's Creed, and going back to Templars and Assassins. Nice. Cool. This is me now. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I would have to say I'd like to finally do one in Japan. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone knows they want the the ninja one. But anyway, um, I, I would don't like think the assassins would fit in the ninjas. You know, 
<laughs> nothing about them seemed like they'd fit in with Honestly, ninjas. <laughs> it's just baffling they haven't done it yet. Right. It's too like, on the nose, Brandon. No, it's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you have that one, Jay Fred. But uh I No, I mean say, I was gonna say it's too on the nose. That's why they wouldn't do that. They're gonna do it one day. One of these One's days. right. They did freaking Vikings. Anything I don't understand how Vikings are the things that broke you guys. Because, yeah. because like, I love Vikings, but when you think of assassins, you think like quite stealthy. No, not the man, muted. not the people who historically literally ate certain mushrooms to go into a blood rage with an axe. <laughs> Here's the thing, Brandon. Everything is permitted. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, the nerd over there. <laughs> anyway, no, I would like to see like. I uh, I personally would like to see an actual Roman time Assassin's Creed because we never really got that because I think Assassin's Creed 2 is during the Renaissance, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I'd like to see like an actual like Roman Republic uh, Assassin's Creed. Obviously, it probably wouldn't be the Assassin's. I don't, I'm not, I, mean, I don't know. That would be the perfect time to put the Assassin's because then you just put Caesar. The Templars I'm, are the ones I'm that pretty... are Brutus. <laughs> no, actually, I'd like to go earlier. I'd like to go Republic, mm. like Roman Republic with the Second Punic War. I think it'd be really cool for the Templars or whatever the proto, whatever the hell they want to call is it. That, is that when they fought Hannibal? Yeah. I think it'd be really cool for Hannibal to turn out to be the leader of the Templars, whatever they call it. Can I do and, a side mission where I sell the land? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it would be cool, like a, a mission about like trying to stop Hannibal from crossing the Alps and everything. Like you could uh, have like a war elephant boss fight and everything. That'd be really cool. <laughs> you gotta yeah. put war elephants. I just think it'd be a really rich area to do it. And I think the Roman Republic and Rome in general, it's just a great time to place a game because Rome's awesome. But, you know, that's just my bias, personally. But, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see a second Punic War-based Assassin's Creed game. Because I didn't watch the movie, and I don't want to watch the movie, because I don't think they could ever do Assassin's Creed movie right, personally. I don't think the premise lends itself to a two-hour movie. That's my... Uh, that's my. That's your two cents? Yeah, that's my two cents <laughs> on that matter. How, how do you figure? Uh, I think it's because, like, because no one enjoys the modern aspect of Assassin's Creed. Maybe you enjoyed Desmond's story because no. that was actually a, a little bit compared to everything else. It's the only one I really remember, so I guess so. Yeah, okay. Like, Desmond's story at least had, like, a narrative arc going on besides whoever, I think it's Layla is the current one, and I don't even know what the hell is going on with her. I, Viking I, stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, Odyssey's freaking ending. I was just like, oh, that happened. Anyway... <laughs> But um, but what happened? It turned out like the main. Oh, spoiler, spoiler alert for Assassin's alerts. Creed Odyssey! If you don't want to put in the hundred hours it takes to get to this <laughs> ending, seriously, this game that game was just so big. Uh, it turns out with the main character, like the one you play as, is still alive and is immortal, and you get the freaking trident that tur- that turned him like no, the staff. Of- oh, okay. That turns him immortal, and it's just like I don't even know what's going on. So kind of like the. The next step after what happened in Revelations, when you find Ezio's body. Yeah, pretty much. It was just kind of like, oh, you're alive still. Oh, yeah, I think I remember watching that with you. Yeah, and we yeah. were just like, huh? And he's got a suit on. <laughs> he's got a suit on. <laughs> but anyway, back to... I like it. He was classy. It's fair. I liked Alexios. He was fun to watch. But anyway, um, I just personally think with that two-hour runtime, you can't not have the modern aspect. As much as everyone hates it, 
the series is built on it so much in the animus that you have to have it. So having only like five, ten minutes of it probably would make people feel not as invested in it. And having them, it's like a do damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, you know? Like you have to have that modern stuff to ground it, but having that modern stuff leaves people bored. Yeah. That's yeah. also, I just feel like it's hard to weave that really good Assassin's Creed story in like maybe the hour, hour and a half you get in the actual time period. Like Jayford said, I think it needed to be a series, but I just don't think the first movie would be good enough to give it a series. <laughs> but that's my start two over, do over, yeah. start from scratch. I think it worked better as a TV show, personally. Yeah, I think it would work better as a TV show. I think you could say that for like anything, honestly. Yeah, like an <laughs> anthology series, where each season is about a different like time period and ancestor. I think that would be hey, really you cool. You need yeah. to shut your whore mouth. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right, Jay Fritz. That's right. Uh-oh. We have similar thinking. <laughs> no, I think you just started getting into his pitch. <laughs> I, I, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm sure someone who's a lot more like qualified to talk about it will expand on it later. Right? Maybe someone who claims himself as like the engineer or something. Yeah, like he can engineer a better series than me. <laughs> I don't like you groveling with Jay, on Jay Fred. I appreciate that. It's called being nice to a person, Tyler. You should try he's, it he's not in the room, so that's why he's like poking the sleeping bear. <laughs> but no, my pitch oh. would be Punic Wars, uh, Assassin's Creed, Kill Hannibal. Kill Hannibal. Yeah. That's interesting. Kill Hannibal, volume one. <laughs> Kill Han. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. That sounds like it'd be really interesting. And yeah, you're right. I mean, we got to see Rome, but it wasn't Rome, Rome. Yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, it's a Rome. It was a Rome. <laughs> we must kill the Pope. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't want to go to heaven, anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, so I guess that makes my pitch next. In my pitch. Is an anthology TV series. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, uh, for me, actually, I want to do. So I kind of want to. I know probably going to be on unhappy idea, or people going to be unhappy with me with this one, but I want to see a future Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I already hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could be done well. Yeah, like a cyberpunk era uh, Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. Uh, where and I, I just I'd really like to see how the assassins adapt because I thought it was brilliant how in the second one they adapted and you got the gun and just kind of seeing how they because as the world progresses and we become more technologically advanced the idea of something like the assassins doesn't make sense which is why they aren't around mm-hmm. and when Desmond comes around and I just like to see how they evolve to that point and also what are they what are they doing after they save the world after Desmond saved the world. Does does the fight continue just, just or kinda, just kind of chilling? I assume assassinating people. God, we can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope that a group named assassins are assassinating we, uh, people. Can we also talk about the fact that we're rooting for uh rooting for a side that literally is assassins, aka the job that kills people? Yeah, they do what they have to for the light, Brandon. What are you trying to say, Brandon? All I'm mind sa- your own business. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I think that I think it's pretty bad that only one assassin's creed game has ever been like hey maybe the assassins aren't necessarily the <laughs> pure you know st- the pure the good guys that we think they are get out of here brandon get out I you know, know what you can kill bad guys and still be considered a good guy yeah just because you're a not bad according guy. to batman <laughs> <laughs> we got you there what does he know people? 
Well, he's alive. Batman. <laughs> Batman's killed people. It's killed Paradooms. Are they not considered like alive? No, they're anymore? not real people. I don't think we should walk down this road. <laughs> the Paradooms aren't considered alive. You're going to start fighting for their rights? <laughs> Paradooms matter. <laughs> they're parademons. I mean, parademons. <laughs> they're, literal, they're literally demons. Sorry, I was, I was watching. the name. <laughs> I, was watching uh, I was watching fucking uh, Dark Side War, and that's why I got Paradooms stuck in my head. Honestly, Paradooms sound like. Something if they did a crossover of Marvel and DC, right? So the Doom would be like, let's you know what, let's uh, combine the Doom bots with the parody. Right, dude, that'd be scary as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot smarter than what came to my head. I just thought of like missiles falling down by parachutes. <laughs> okay, Brandon. After anyway. technology fails, that's what we have to do. <laughs> oh no, it's coming towards us slowly. <laughs> just kind of look at it. Like, Staying on course. Oh shit, a breeze. <laughs> oh no, a monsoon. So you think like... that if technology fails, we're going to be able to continue to build bombs, but we're not going to be able to build anything to propel them? Well, no. What you do is you get a catapult. The payload's still there. You get a catapult, you shoot it over there, and then the parachute does the rest of the work. Tyler, we go back to the good old days. <laughs> this is the thinking that will make you lose the war. A catapult? No, a trebuchet. You want to win a war? Or do you want to look like an idiot? <laughs> I feel like with a trebuchet, it's going to be like a one-time use kind of thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's like, that's like the howitzer of like primitive technology. <laughs> look, all I'm seeing is people who use trebuchets have bigger dicks than people who use catapults. It's like, the, it's like you're bringing... You're like a freaking a Civil War There's era a cannon though. to a trebuchet <laughs> war. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I'd rather have the big ass trebuchet than a tiny little cannon. It's like, the, yeah, but mine has gunpowder. It's like, yeah, okay, mine has a big arm. <laughs> this guy gets it. What if I shoot the arm off? Okay. <laughs> good luck aiming the thing. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Engineer, would you like to weigh in on artillery? Would you rather have trebuchet or cannon? Trebuchets are definitely great. Uh, I'm still hung up on the whole parachute thing, though, because <laughs> the transfer of kinetic energy when the missile hits the target is a large part of the damage that's done. Hey, so, uh, hey, Jay Fred. Well, you see what I do is I hey, train what? a woodpecker to go over, and I, <laughs> I have it smack it. <laughs> Jay Fred, uh, I talk to you and use your engineering knowledge to help my point, not not help it. So uh, don't don't destroy my point, please. You've been muted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Trebuchets are still great. I'm just saying, <laughs> lose the parachute. Like, Fine. Fine. <laughs> that was compromise. You know. But if you take out the parachute, then the whole house of cards falls. Dude, I forget. I no. want to meet the the man who would pick a fucking cannon over a trebuchet. It's like, good luck only shooting one propellant as opposed to my trebuchet fucking throwing like pounds and pounds of rocks on one shot. So question, you think an Assassin's Creed game with the trebuchet would ever add an assassination where you get flung by the trebuchet <laughs> over like a castle wall to do an aerial assassination also? The eagle screeched the entire time down. <laughs> the rocket of faith. <laughs> it's, wow. just like, it's just like, I can't believe that went off without a hitch. Yeah, without a hitch and you look at the castle wall <laughs> assassins like pancaked into the wall. No Sorry. casualties. No one remembers the failures. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, calculations are hard with our medieval math. <laughs> Instead of the beautiful assassinations where they like lay the guy down and have a conversation, you know, this assassin just rockets at someone and just impales them, and they pretty much explode. The dude gets scared, so he like holds on to the trebuchet, gets thrown immediately into the ground. <laughs> Many assassins died through this technology. <laughs> trebuchets. 
Sponsored by Tribuchets. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a new segment of the show that we've started since last week. Engineering things we could say that break, J-Fred. <laughs> Which weapons would you choose? This podcast was sponsored by Trebuchet Gang. <laughs> Trebuchet Gang. <laughs> well, at least I can say pretty confidently that in a... Uh, end of world scenario if we ever get in a fight i have a pretty good chance of winning yeah <laughs> that wasn't really in doubt so <laughs> was there a doubt yeah with the trebuchet i mean if there was it's now all gone <laughs> so uh can you build a trebuchet though <laughs> yeah Ooh. i've built a small model of a trebuchet before oh heck yeah so you just do things bigger and it's the same concept right yeah exactly it's, it's easy it's simple what is this what is this trebuchet this is a trebuchet for ants <laughs> if you build a trebuchet I... do you get put on a list you what if you build a trebuchet like a life-size one do you get put on a list i don't <laughs> but i mean if it, if you're talking life-size as in like multiple stories tall then you're gonna need a building permit for it the fucking i can't imagine walking into the permit office being like hey I need a permit. What are you? What are you building? You building like a, a house, a trebuchet? <laughs> I gear. Come on, the fucking. I'm pretty build, sure you would get denied for that. You build, you build an actual trebuchet. The fucking ATF busts down your door. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a firearm. You have no jurisdiction. Where is your permit for this? <laughs> this is literally larger than our impound lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Come on, how car could be build to build a trebuchet? The idiots from the dark ages did it all the time. <laughs> I got a smartphone. I can figure it out. And they didn't need a permit. I thought so, this was America. <laughs> this is my permit, the trebuchet. <laughs> On YouTube, how to build trebuchet. <laughs> Wait, give me a second to reload. So, I need Brandon, like five minutes. <laughs> by your logic, you're saying you can also make a sword out of a hunk of steel, right? Oh, no. Yes, by that logic, yes. Obviously, I'm way better than anybody from the see, Dark Ages. See, Jayford wouldn't understand because we watched Dr. Stone. We know how to build oh, katanas. <laughs> I actually know how understand. to build katanas, too. We studied that in one of my materials classes. Katanas are so cool. Pretty interesting. It's okay. It's not the dumbest thing he said in that statement. So. <laughs> <laughs> see, you wouldn't understand my high IQ. I watch Rick and Morty and Dr. Stone. Oh. Mm. oh. Ooh, Why are you talking to us, then? You know science. I let a, I, I like to talk down to the little people sometimes. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so what so were we talking about? Again? We were talking about pitch. Or... <laughs> we were talking about fucking Batman not killing people. Now we started talking about <laughs> the legality of a tribute. So, <laughs> believe it or not, we started out with a cyberpunk era Assassin's <laughs> Creed pitch. <laughs> okay, so on a on a real note, I think that would work a lot better. Than like a modern day one, yeah, because you could put like cyber, like fuck it, yeah, yeah, like you just get super future. Oh, that'd be it. cool, that'd Dude, be really like cool. Lightsaber blade thing, yeah, that'd oh, be yeah. really cool. Or you could like have like a keypad, like that you can hack into a bunch of stuff, like in the assassin, so we can like shut down cameras and like guns and shit. That'd be cool because like I feel like the biggest thing that makes um like a modern day Assassin's Creed wouldn't work one. That's pretty much would be watchdogs if we're being honest. <laughs> like also made by Ubisoft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and two, well, and another good, another one that would definitely always beat it would be you know the Hitman games. What yeah. If the watch, what if the watchdogs were in the same universe? It's actually possible. I think I saw a theory about that one time. Anyway, and uh, two, it's just I feel like they just work better when they can craft a world that isn't like the modern because they suck at making modern day stuff mm. yeah what? it's very boring honestly yeah. like Ubi the, ubisoft does 
the coolest thing about like the movie was oh, oh, oh the coolest thing about the movie was the way they did the animus. It wasn't just something you lay down on and you yeah, relive really some like memories. It. Like you hook up to an, a harness and you actually do the things, which makes way more sense with the concept. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think my favorite part about the animus was like whenever you're loading into another part, the game has to load it in, so you're just fucking running in the bo- <laughs> kids today will never understand loading times. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. It's, it's like I'm running is like not anywhere, but I'm going. I'm just running. Still on Valhalla on the PS5. It's not it's long, but it's still there and I'm like I was not promised this. I was promised no load times. <laughs> you can return your PS5. You're right, I have to. <laughs> it's actually it's actually really weird cuz like with my PC I'm like playing um uh Cold War. It's like no loading time, so I have no time to like check my phone real quick. It's just like I die and immediately I gotta go fucking jump back in. It's like, give me a second. Damn I gotta it. T- I have to keep playing. Now I have to keep playing this damn, damn game. You. I'm so inconvenienced. <laughs> I can't think of a game plan. I gotta keep fucking playing. But also on the, on the flip side, you get to surprise them because they're like, hey, remember me? <laughs> Cyberpunk Assassin's Creed, I think would work yeah. very well. Yeah, I just like think Brandon it'd be, was saying, yeah. I think it'd be cool just to see what they do with something, you know, with the far yeah, that'd future. That'd be really cool. Because, yeah. you know, you could do things like, like his hidden blades that are just, you know, they appear when they use them. They're yeah, like actually in the arms. That. Yeah, that'd be yeah really augmentation cool. would like definitely digitize. work. <laughs> You know, they have fucking, like, invisibility cloaks. Like. That'd be really cool, yeah. <laughs> Calling it now. Let's make it even more ridiculous. Futuristic, it's an Assassin's Creed based all entirely in a digital world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see that. Let's make it even more oh. ridiculous. And then we add a meta. You know how I love adding meta aspects. Oh, yeah. And then it turns out that Assassin's Creed was a popular game series that they played. Dang. <laughs> yes. We're going I, uh, really meta. <laughs> I hate to bring this up to you, but you know they actually did that in the actual games. What? Really? Yeah, Black Flag, you're playing as a game tester for Black Flag. Oh. They actually well, used Oh, the, I think I remember you telling me that they yeah, like, like, used the animus for that. Yeah, really? the Templars are using like Desmond's memories as a video game. Like a <laughs> VR video game. I mean, World domination didn't work out. Might as well corner the market on a cool video game. <laughs> Let's be honest. Video games are world domination at this point. Honestly. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It's like, yeah, I played VR. That would be <laughs> really VR interesting. Assassin's Creed yeah. game. That would be really interesting, the whole cyberpunk thing. Kind of reminds me of Future Man. Like when someone beats the Assassin's Creed game because it's like the hardest game, <laughs> yeah. the assassins show up and they're like, you're now one of us. <laughs> Oh, cool. Shut up, Butterman. Good thing I... Hachi Machi. Uh, it's like you defeated this game on the hardest difficulty. Congratulations, the guy who looked up every exploit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like shows the final boss and he's in like a no-kill zone. He's like hitting the boss like from something we're getting. It's like, no, you can't do that. Dude, that's actually kind of like... That's kind of like Future Man because like they're... they're they were like, oh, this is going to be the greatest warrior of all time. And he was just some kid that just no-lifed it and was able to finally beat the game after like a thousand attempts. But yeah, no, I just think it'd be really cool because I, be really I couldn't cool. really think of an era of history that I thought that they could do well. I mean, what you had talked about before, before you did your Mexican-American one, or uh, your Mexican independence one, mm-hmm. about doing like Aztecs and Mayans and stuff. Yeah, like Mesoamerica, yeah. Like, like uh, yeah yeah that one was really interesting to me uh doing like the warring states in china was really cool yeah that'd be too. really cool yeah oh, that would be really cool yeah that'd be really cool warring states in china yeah just because i mean those are like the two that i really actually know a little bit about and i know it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so it makes it easier for me to be like yeah let's do those ones yeah that would be, you know which other one i think would be really interesting the uh golden age of uh of the middle east that'd be really Ooh. cool 
going yeah. into the Middle East, yeah, the, like sultans and stuff. You're right. I think the closest they got to that was, was Assassin's Creed One. <laughs> I yeah, think that they was did, based they during the pretty cl- Third Crusade. Yeah, it was during like the 1100s, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was during, it was close. It was close to one of the Crusades. That's why the Templars are there. That's why they go with the Templars. But yeah, that'd be really interesting. Isn't there's that, a lot. There's a lot of cool time periods that it can be. Is that what based in the Middle East? Yes. Oh, cool. It's been so long since I played. Yeah, that. it's been yeah. so long since the first one. I'll look it up just to be sure, so that way I don't look it's like been an so, asshole. Yeah, it's been so long since the first one. Honestly, when I re- when I played the first one, I wasn't really taking in the story that much. Right, you were just killing people. I would just. It's true. I was. I was like, oh my god. Actually, I think it might have been my first M game. Same. What yeah. was my first? Technically, my first M game was freaking Halo Reach because it was technically M. Oh, dude. It. You know the Assassin's Creed uh, series originated out of ideas for a sequel for Prince of Persia: The Sand of Time. I did know that yep. actually. Wow. Okay. Wait, was it or was it T? No, it was T. Never mind. My I was gonna say I uh, I YouTube a lot. You YouTube a lot. <laughs> I, I I know okay. those like little. Did you know facts? <laughs> well, I was today years old. Did you know that Desmond was a bartender, even though it really never said anything about that? I did know that, yes. <laughs> that was always like the weirdest thing to me was I would look up things about him online and it would talk about how he was a bartender and I was like, where was this? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like in the first like scene of the fucking first game. <laughs> so Altair, during the early years of Altair, I'm not even going to try that last name, a senior member of the Assassin Brotherhood during the time of the Third Crusade. Third Crusade, the f- the most famous one. Uh, the yeah. fucking piece of Edom from the forces of Robert de Sable. Uh, Imagine being a, having last. Uh, I mean, like home a, base of Masiyah Robert. <laughs> so it takes place in Syria. Oh, okay, so huh. yeah, that's, mm. that would be really interesting. Yeah, there's so many cool time periods that it can be prehistory. It's, yeah. <laughs> throwing rocks at people. Yeah, no, for, we're not. We're not going fucking. Yeah, Ubisoft, we're not going primal. <laughs> Ubisoft tried that. It, it went well. Yeah, no, we're not going primal. It'd be interesting trying to assassinate someone in the dinosaur times, but trying to pass off as an accident. So you like lure them into situations where they could eat. You lure them into like a fucking T Rex den. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I'm not satisfied until I see Assassin's Creed monkey. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> it's like monkeys. <laughs> It's like you're 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 like I am assassin now. You're like the first. Ooh, ooh. It's like a, he's got like the the original hidden blade. and It's a rock. It's a slightly. He hides sharp. it in his hair because he's not even a Homo sapiens. He's <laughs> yeah. a Homo erectus. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you just like look away and you look back and then look. He's got the fucking hood on. It's like what? No, the best part would be like it's not even sharp. He bl- it was like blunt force trauma and just keep hitting the guy. Yes, yeah, assassination. Do need, we do not need any more fucking primal games. Yeah, the pet eagle. I disagree. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Jayfred, tell us about your idea that Brandon may have accidentally revealed. So, for a long time, there have been a lot of games that I was like, man, you know, that would be really great to watch, but I don't think we could really fit enough of that into a two hour movie. So, I thought. This is never going to be in a movie. It's never going to be something that I can actually see. And then The Witcher comes along and makes <laughs> a fucking amazing series out of a game that I really, really enjoy. I, I heard that The Witcher one was really good, that the series is really, really good. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it, but I really want to see it. You I'm need to stop what to. you're doing right now and go binge <laughs> until you're done with it, sir. Yeah, the, the, when I learned that it was Superman that was uh, that was doing the, the Witcher series, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> First of all, he is no longer Superman. He's Geralt. 
<laughs> that's he did that role fucking perfect fantastic i actually know him as a could not have done it better was his name theseus in immortals maybe i'll do you one better i know him as the bassist in scott pilgrim <laughs> the bassist that wrong no. one wrong, wrong superman wrong superman wrong superman <laughs> go back go back <laughs> we gotta take it back <laughs> oh i love theseus i got it right wow. but anyway so pretty much same concept there, but applied to Assassin's Creed. Stretch it into a series. You can have hour-long episodes. Heck, you could probably have longer than hour-long episodes. But do, I don't know, eight to ten episodes that are each an hour long. You could get a decent amount of content in there. You can get enough of the world-building and also the stuff that everybody actually wants to see. I think it's very feasible to set it up that way. Yeah. I and then you can do yeah. multiple different games into shows. Yeah. I think that'd be really interesting, especially that people like today on streaming services will sit down and watch hour long episodes. Cause like we ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Sure they would do that before. <laughs> I, I never understood why people would do that, but then I was like, I understand why, why people would, would do this. The best television is hour long. No man. I don't know, man. <laughs> To be honest, one didn't really like TV. Right, I didn't like TV that much. <laughs> I was I was into like cartoons that were like quick to the point. Freaking, I think Flapjack freaking fueled my I ADHD. Flapjack one hundred percent fueled my ADHD. <laughs> um, That's fair. So, what would the first season be? Would it be Altier, or would you go somewhere somewhere else? Mm, I was trying to think about that earlier because I'm not really sure. Um, I feel like. If you want to, hook want to go back to like Brotherhood or <laughs> it's a me, Uncle Mario. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what he makes a joke. That's what he says. <laughs> that's what that's what in, in two when you, you just ruin him. <laughs> I think you just <laughs> when he sees his Uncle Mario, he says it's a me. <laughs> I mean, Tyler's not wrong, but <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> So I had actually completely forgotten about that. <laughs> That's so funny. And now, I think not that game. <laughs> he suppressed. <laughs> Jayford I mean, suppressed it in his memory. <laughs> I think you, you have to go Ezio, though. I don't think that there's. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not Aguilar. Yeah. Ooh. That was the name of Michael Fassbender's ancestor. Oh. Mm. They also had an Irishman who played a Spaniard. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> it's possible. I'm going to disagree for the sake of disagreement in, in creating conversation. I think they should come up with their own stuff, personally. You think so? Personally, I think, I think, tran- I think one of the biggest problems with video game movies is just video games are such a different medium that transferring it into, like, an actual meaningful, like, good TV plot on a TV like show yeah. kind of rips out a lot of it because like that gameplay is part of the story you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I'm not saying that I think they should try to recreate the game but I do think that they should try to show that world and some of the overarching themes and goals of the game mm-hmm. like obviously you're not going to recreate the game as a movie like you know, I'm going to keep going back to Witcher because that's really the only thing comparable in my mind at this point. Mm-hmm. But they didn't recreate any of the Witcher games. In fact, I think 
it's based the on the books. The first season wasn't it? was set yeah. between. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah, but, they're based on books. But I think it was set between the second and third games, no. if I remember correctly. Uh, the uh, Witcher series. I haven't watched it, but I researched The Witcher a lot because I get bored. Um, the Witcher <laughs> books are like all the games are based after the final book. Hmm. Yeah. Like everything that happens in the books, you know, that's happening and that's what the TV show is going to do. And then the first Witcher game happens. Huh. Well, the first Witcher game, I'm pretty sure, was before what was on the series. Because, um, what's her name? Uh, Siri? The little Siri. I don't think she was around in the first game. Well, uh, I don't think she's around until like the end of the second game, or I know she's there in the beginning of the third. Yeah, but. like she's because like I'm pretty sure in the books, like series, like you know she's a little kid and everything, and he raises her, and then she goes off and does her own thing, and then I think it's the third game that it's about finding her and stuff. Yeah, from oh. what I played at the third game. Hello, young Jennifer. Witcher. Yeah, it's a good game. I just didn't like the gameplay personally. Yeah, I think I think Jayford's right on that. They could do the same thing as because Assassin's Creed isn't based on like any books or anything, so I feel like they should make their own stuff. But I think Jayford's right in like pointing towards The Witcher of like they're kind of are they so Jayford, since you have watched the series, do they do you know if they follow along with a lot of what the books are doing or are they kind of like going back and forth with different stuff? So I have not read the books, mm-hmm. so that's difficult for me to say for sure. Mm. Um, I know that a lot of the stuff was very familiar to me as, and I recognized it as being between the second and third Witcher games, mm. which may not be accurate from what Brandon's saying. Mm. But so, according to Reddit, <laughs> every good conversation. My, my web search really just started talking about all the different timelines in the show, and I was like, yeah, that's not yeah. what I need to know right now. Yeah. Uh, it says that. The books take place between 1250, 1265, and the end of the book series is 1268, and then the game series takes place in the 1270s. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but like, I guess the, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, <clears throat> personally, the way I see it is a video game story, like, I'm not saying that they're like trying to like turn the video game into a TV sh- uh, series one for one, like including all the side content and all that. I'm just I'm saying that you're gonna f- feel wanting if you translate a video game story over, like Ezio's story, over because you're gonna because you're gonna miss all of those like parts that really built up the story through like the gameplay and all that. That's why I think it would be better for them to do their own thing, but I could see them doing Ezio because you know. It could work really well. It's just a lot harder on them. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I think the big reason why video game movies fail is because they always focus on the wrong part. Yeah, or they and, or they change like a very key aspect of the game like in a the way they movies. think is fresh and exciting, and it actually is crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the Doom movies. How it's like, oh, it's a virus, and then the dude in the wheelchair turns into a pinky. It's like that's not how pinkies happen. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I mean. I think you should take the skeletal structure of the game and apply that as your season, but then you just fill in the rest. You could take stuff from the game, but you also have to understand that 
the narrative of a TV show is going to take you to different places than the game did. And don't be afraid of following those places. It's when you try to stick to a rigid structure where it's got to be this thing because you want to appease these fans is where you take the spirit out of the, you take the spirit out of the show because, you know, I'm sure there's some stuff in the Witcher where things deviated. I mean, Mm. especially since it had all those different timelines and everything else going on and they weren't afraid to do that. They still gave everybody what they know about the Witcher and all the people that, you know, played the games and played the, and read the books. They probably got stuff that I would never get because I haven't done any of that stuff, Mm -hmm. but they were able to keep Geralt's story moving forward using their events and what they had created. And they didn't just be like, Oh shit, we got to move in Yennefer doing this. And it just seemed like totally out of left field. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah. And I get, I get what you mean too. I mean, I definitely, there are times where sometimes it is better just to move, move on from a character, but I don't know. I, it's very rarely where I see that working because that's what they did in the movie. And a lot of people were upset by that. Yeah. <laughs> personally, I just, personally, I feel like in no matter what it was an Assassin's Creed project, even if you like do original character or you don't, <laughs> people are just going to be pissed to be honest. That's just yeah, what it it's is. Like it's, it's people that have invested a lot of time yeah. into it. And I think that's what the Witcher get, gets right from what Jafer was saying. It's like all these people have invested time in like the books and the video games. And then they see this. It's like, oh, this is exactly what we fucking want in a Witcher TV show. Yeah. And we get fucking Superman on this bitch. Heck yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you love your story and what you created, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And yeah. if people are compelled by it, you can't, hold yourself to appeasing every audience. It's never going to happen. It's never going to like, if I created something like that, I would never get on the social media because I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't want to see what people are saying because there's always going to be those naysayers. But for me personally, if I was creating the Assassin's Creed TV show, Ezio would be my first call because I loved his story. I love what he did. I love the character and I'd want to do him. I want to do him justice. And as long as I felt that I did that at the end of the day, I would be happy. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. Mm. I agree. What uh, what other seasons would you put in there? What uh, what eras would you like to see? Mm. All of them. I mean, yeah, all of them eventually. Well, one uh. season. <laughs> Every episode is a different anthology, like that new American Horror Stories thing. That's a. Uh... Yes, and then we promise people that if they give us multiple seasons, they'll start connecting the random episodes together, and it'll make sense eventually. Assassin's Creed. That's like (laughs) eight seasons down the road. You you know what I just thought of though? You could build the modern day narrative like that. Yeah, (laughs) you could. (laughs) I. They would have to tweak the modern day narrative. Can you imagine the TV show did like exactly what the games did and just killed off Desmond after like season four? <laughs> it's like, all right, it's this person now. It's like, wait, what? Hello? What just happened? <laughs> what I would do is I would have every season be a different protagonist. Yeah. It'd be a different person in the animus. And then as after a while, the modern in the modern day, they would either, if they're all in Abstergo, I'd have them break out kind of like in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or they would all end up meeting up and they'd all have crucial pieces of the puzzle that comes together to be able to stop the the whole, you know, apocalypse thing. It's fair. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Not a bad idea. Yep. Because I think they hurt themselves by having Desmond be the protagonist all the time because yeah, it just seemed really unlikely that th- he'd have three ancestors that were assassins. <laughs> yeah, you do write yourself in, like, I mean, that big anchor. I mean, I like how... Like, it's an assassin more... family. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, I guess if so. If it's a genetic thing... <laughs> 
but everybody else just felt so superfluous. If you could yeah. have more people that had that training and those people, like, because the reason why the modern day for me at least was so boring was because Desmond was really the only one that did anything interesting because he had the assassin training. If you had more people that were assassins, then you'd have a lot more interesting stuff happening in modern day other than I'm a hacker and <laughs> I'm a chick who d- broke Desmond out. I'm a cool, I'm a cool guy. Then I, turned out, <laughs> then I turned out to be the bad guy and I still don't understand what, why they did that to I Lucy. I completely forget sometimes that she turned out to be a bad guy sometimes. <laughs> I'm still not even sure if that's true, honestly. That's, I started I'm questioning everything sure after is. that. <laughs> that's usually how it happens on like a Assassin's Creed game. It's like you you go attach this one. It's like, this person's so cool, and then they're evil. Actually, I think the real thing that killed the modern day thing is they literally finished it and kept making games. <laughs> yeah, I think after that, just take the modern day out. Yeah, like, I, they tried a little bit with Black Flag. You were just a game employee. Like, you know, you were a gamer. Yeah, you <laughs> game were a gamer. This is a game for I like gamers. that concept. But I don't think like that. I think part of the reason why I didn't enjoy the movie as much. Well, I mean, other, I said like it was like fifty fifty, mm-hmm. but maybe they didn't need the modern day aspect for the movie. Maybe not too much of it. Yeah. Why? I mean, just I don't like, know. even if you have it at the beginning and it's like I'm going to the Animus, and then we spend the rest of the time with Aguilar. Yeah, like, I actually that you at least yeah. get to learn more yeah, about him. Yeah, because you do you do bring up a good point because it's like it's the same thing with like. It's the same thing with like Peter Parker. You already know about Uncle Ben, and yeah. that's why they didn't show it in that new Spider-Man because it's like we already know what happens. So it's just that's about to be like. But then that would that's like an integral part of Assassin's Creed. You can't change that. And then I'm like, well, they did turn it from an a uh, stealth based like linear game, linear game to uh, open world RPG. So at this point, whatever. <laughs> I told you, dude. After Vikings, anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. Do you say any any other seasons you'd want? I don't think there are any other specific seasons that pop out at me. Um, mm-hmm. What about? I a think s- they all have potential for a good season. Black flag, black flag, black, <laughs> black pirates, I mean, pirates. Yes. yes, black flag is best one. A particularly good choice. You know, what I would do. If I did something like this and I started using all the different ideas that they had, I would start taking the, I'd start getting the writers from those shows, like the writer of Vikings. Uh, if I want to do it about holiday season, I'd be like, dude, you want to come over and work on this with me? <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Ooh, uh, you know what? That's true. I'd love for them to adapt a season and have of, a historian uh, on uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue. That's the one where uh, the main character is an assassin who turns into a Templar. Huh. Ooh. I think that'd be really cool. I actually really wanted to play that game because, like, I'm curious. It's a cool concept. Yeah, because, so, like... Kind of like what happened with, uh... What's his face? Hes- Haysworth? Hate Hateward? Hello? <laughs> A.K.A. the better protagonist of Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> he was really interesting. He was definitely more interesting. Yeah, Connor was literally, like, a walking, like, <laughs> walking piece of wood. <laughs> hey, them Kenway. There we go. Yeah, he, he was cool. And then, like, Connor's like... <laughs> he had issues all right his mom was killed and his dad's a dick his entire family was murdered he was sw- he was charming at least yeah but he was getting nightcaps with girls connor wasn't meeting girls wait did you say Ezio? yeah what's mm-hmm. his, half his family get executed in front of him well he's also he's also italian those guys are suave which is which is nice nice to talk to <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't continue this train of thought don't why worry. they are <laughs> and goodfellas are all like nice talkers and stuff like that Nice talkers. Okay, we're just going on from <laughs> yeah, this we're conversation. Just gonna, we're just gonna keep moving on. Okay. 
your point somehow just getting worse. I don't I had nothing to do with anything else other than Italians are nice to talk to. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that'd be really interesting getting to see that transition from being an assassin to a Templar. There's a lot of compelling stories they could definitely tell over a season. Which a Cowboys one? That'd be cool. Actually. <laughs> How about one where there are a bunch of eagles? <laughs> <laughs> the eagles have inherited the earth how about we just watch an entire season of assassin's creed odyssey of alexios banging every dude in the mediterranean <laughs> i'd watch it assassin's creed bathhouses <laughs> oh my god Did that means that you have to assassinate somebody in a bathhouse oh god that'd be the worst i wouldn't be surprised i'm actually surprised that's never been a mission that'd be the absolute worst they're like there's some places we don't want to go to that'd be icky <laughs> Because then that means that means you have to go in the bathroom. That means like you you have to be naked as well. I mean, do you? I mean, you got to blend in. You could always go through the rafters. I mean, I guess you're the one who has to get naked. I mean, yeah, me, want, I would go see, through the rafters. See, Juan's just like, I mean, yeah, if so you want to be a killjoy, if, if you're going to do a naked scene, might as well do it, right? Juan over here is like, and so what I do is I just slip my hidden blade up my ass. <laughs> right? Like, it's, Oh, no. <laughs> like, it's not something that I'm going in to like, play in an Assassin's Creed game, but if you're going to have it in, might as well do it right. So you're saying if Juan sat down wrong, he just like assassinated himself and be like, oh. It's like, oh, fuck, I just stabbed my long intestine. <laughs> and then that, you know, when they do the part where everything else phases out and he's just talking to his victim, he's talking to himself. <laughs> we had a good ride, buddy. The, the, you, like, sit down and the animus just starts going like you accidentally died. It's like, shit. Desynchronization. I knew I shouldn't have, I I shouldn't have sat down. Can you imagine Assassin's Creed bloopers of desynchronization? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> trip and fall it's like shit <laughs> desynchronized <laughs> he's just like i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go rock climbing desynchronized <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid it's like huh this vendor this vendor has all his produce on the ground i'm gonna buy from him <laughs> dies of food poisoning <laughs> all right so those were our movie pitches slash game pitches slash show pitches yep <laughs> <clears throat> So next up is our typically our favorite movie segment, but there's only the one movie, so we'll probably talk about that a little bit. But what really, mean, there is no movie. Just like the Avatar, there is no movie. I'm not acknowledging it this wasn't movie. that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that good. I just it right, was, but it wasn't bad enough to warrant that. It was enjoyable, and the pieces were there, but the mm. execution just was lacking. Um, yeah. I agree. Yeah, my personal opinion is I rather a movie be terrible than mediocre. Mm. At least it's memorable one way. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes the mediocre ones are, are fun to watch. I don't know. I'm shitting on it. And I haven't even fucking seen a second if of you, it. If you love the franchise, then mediocre <clears throat> hurts more. Yeah, mediocre yeah. does hurt more. When they're like, the source material. The source material. <laughs> I will say that that also depends for me. Like, if it's mediocre because they just... <clears throat> didn't do a good job pulling it together but it has all the elements that i appreciate from the game or whatever source material then i still enjoy it but then i also understand why other people who don't know about the source material think it's a terrible movie i'm like well yes as a movie by itself you're right it was not good or terrible or whatever but for what it brought to me from my enjoyment of the source material it was still a good movie in my opinion yeah yeah so 
No, I mean, it all depends. I totally get that. I'm like that with a lot of movies too. For me, the reason why mediocre hurts worse than bad is because it was mediocre. The chances of me getting a reboot of it it goes a lot lower. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I won't. There's a there's a there's a higher chance if it's a purely terrible movie. So like you know, like the Percy Jackson movies. Like the second one was so bad that they didn't continue on with the series. So now we're getting the show on Disney Plus. <laughs> But yeah. with Aragon, Aragon was a mediocre movie that deviated from the, the source material, and we may never get an Aragon movie again. <laughs> God Be- forbid we never get the Bringsinger movie of watching him build a sword all movie. <laughs> they would probably combine that with Inheritance, so that way you'd be happy. I would never be happy. I won't be I, happy until I, I see two hours of an of him making an open sword. That's, cool That's what it takes. That's not the point here, though. The that point is, is I'm just saying that, point. like, when things are mediocre, the chances of them becoming, them rebooting or getting a second chance, are go a lot lower because yeah, they definitely they definitely then it's just like uh, man, like interest crashes. But if it's something that was just purely <clears> bad, <throat> then they're gonna be like, okay, well, we need to bring this bad boy back because people were pissed, and that means that they're passionate, and that means that they'll be here again <laughs> if we do it again for reals. Yeah. Yeah. True. But think, Tyler, the climax of the movie could be when he says the name and it goes on fire. <laughs> One of the best parts of the movie was when he said Brissinger for the first time in the, yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the village when he just fucking sets his, his arrow on fire, which probably doesn't make sense physically, but that's not the point. Anyway, mean, so. There's dragons. They back dragons. make sense in that world. Back to my segment intro. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, normally we take up our favorite movies, but we know. We've been doing the games one. This is our fourth one, so it's it's old hat by now. But usually we talk about what our favorite game is, our favorite character. So we go more into the uh, the universe that was created by the games, not so much by what's in the movie. So, yeah, as great as it is to create our own movies, we love to remember the games that got Simpler us here. Times. Simpler times. <laughs> so we're gonna go with Juan first. Gonna go with me. Yeah. Mm. I have to say Black Flag. Black Flag was fucking interesting. And then, because the I think the <laughs> the thing that I liked the most about Black Flag wasn't even like the assassinations and stuff. It was the fact that you could go around and like, um, you could go to like separate islands and get materials for different outfits. And the one that me and my friend tried to do the most was the Jaguar one because that one provided you with the most stealth. And that one involved having to take down a bunch of red howler monkeys. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, we're going to kill these howler monkeys that are yelling. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed Black Flag. Uh, the boats are cool. The shanties are cool. Um, the the pirate, the the ship battles are really cool. What else? Um, sword fighting. Always cool. The fact that you could like have flintlock pistols while while sword fighting to like be like parry this and just flintlock pistol his ass. <laughs> um it was all really interesting. But yeah, Black Flag. Black Flag's gonna be my favorite game out of all of them. Was it because of the sea shanties? Yes, one hundred percent because of the <laughs> sea shanties and the fact that I can shoot a red howler monkey. <laughs> I love monkeys. Why would you be happy about shooting one? <laughs> I don't know, man. You would never understand. You don't understand. The, Sometimes the you cultural. love something so much you have to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Black Flag. I think also Blackbeard, was Blackbeard the DLC or was he already in it? I think he was in the game. Was he? I believe so. Did Black Flag have a DLC? I think it did. It had Freedom Cry. No, wait. No, Freedom Freedom Cry was 
Freedom Cry, Freedom Cry was. You got was to play as his first mate in the DLC. So on, so you said that Black Flag's your favorite. Black now tell, Flag. talk to me about favorite character. Favorite character, Blackbeard. Least favorite character, the main character. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> uh, I actually don't have a least favorite character on that game. I can't think of one. I mean, it's been a just while since over the entire game. series, if you want. Over the entire series. Yeah. You know who it is. Who is it? Uncle Mario. Uncle Mario. <laughs> He's a main character. He's got the he's got the personality of a walking uh, wooden plank. Connor? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> there yeah, is. yeah. Objectively, honestly, yeah. he sucks. Yeah. Actually, no. I would say least favorite character would be. We're talking about favorite character. Oh, favorite character. Blackbeard. It's still Blackbeard. Oh, okay. it's Blackbeard. Okay. In no, the entire Blackbeard. series. Yeah, in the entire series, okay. it's Blackbeard. I just want to make sure that we got that established. <laughs> he's so cool. Blackbeard is the most important person in history. <laughs> okay, what you say. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight this fight because I already know this isn't gonna be a logical one. In my head canon, he is. <laughs> um, but uh, least favorite character, freaking. Uh, so I always joke about this, but does he actually fight the Pope? Like, does the Pope has? This, is it the Pope that has the staff, or is it just like a like a a deacon? Yeah, the, no, no, you, no. The guy that becomes, or the guy that you're trying to kill in the second one, he becomes a Pope in the end. Yes, you and literally he, fist fight a Pope. Yes, yes. So you try to assassinate him in Vatican City. That is the least favorite character. Just he's I'm pretty a pope? Sure. Yes, just because he's like, or is that just in Rome? Or was it Vatican City? Pretty sure Vatican City is in Rome. It is in or Rome. Next to Rome? Yeah. No, yeah, but the Va- the Vatican is in Rome. Okay, Vatican yeah, is surrounded by Rome. No, yeah, surrounded, yeah. Vatican, surrounded oh, yeah. by Rome. It's, 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 it's yeah, its own no, thing. Vatican City is its own sovereign nation. Actually, yeah, inside of Rome. Rome. Yeah, the city state yes. surrounded by Rome, Italy. Okay, cool. And that's, technically, that's what I thought, but I just wanted to make sure because mm-hmm. it, it gets tricky. If I remember correctly, fun fact me. about Vatican City is there is technically a king of Vatican City. No, oh, that I is see. the Pope, obviously, but it's like it, it's weird. But like technically, the Pope is also the king of the Vatican City. You know, uh, Robert Langdon actually solved a puzzle there as well. You know, there's also gorillas <laughs> underneath. I'm sorry, we're talking about real life here. <laughs> you know, there's also gorillas under Robert the Vatican. Langdon. Really? Yeah, they're the guards. <laughs> <laughs> that's another venture bros i appreciate a good venture bros you, you believe this but you don't believe my angels and demons thing <laughs> because i like the venture bros and i've never read angels and demons angels and demons is a great book i bet you it is i can't read <laughs> jokes on you i'm illiterate <laughs> yeah, these kids could read right now they'd be so upset <laughs> but yeah uh yeah favorite character blackbeard least favorite the pope just because i don't know he's a villain i guess that's it yeah, I see. That's the one hates religion. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, he wasn't a good character. I'll give you that one for sure. I just thought it was really funny that I don't know where you're finding the Pope. <laughs> it was just like, now that he has the piece of Eden, he has been elected to Pope. And you're just like, what? Hello? Huh? But is I just this how this works? This is, the second most, this is the second most corrupt Pope voting ever. I he gets away at the end of the second one, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think he actually is. I think you kill him. No, I think you. Do you kill him? I don't. I think you beat him. You beat him up at least. Oh yeah, that's gonna do a lot. Because <laughs> the whole point of Brotherhood was that you had to. I thought no. I thought no. Brotherhood, you're dealing with the Borgias because in the you were dealing with a different family in the second one. But then it turned out the Borgias were controlling the other family, right? Mm. The Borgias. Unless the Borgia is Pope the Pope Alexander guy. The six. <laughs> Sad part is. Still, probably not the most corrupt pope in history. 
No, the that is uh, the Borgia. Oh, okay. Rodrigo, yeah. Rodrigo. Pope Rodrigo. Beats him in a fist fight. Rather than kill his nemesis, he lets him live with the knowledge that he has failed. <laughs> I'm just going to let you live and be in control of a religion. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, uh, That'll show him. Yeah. My favorite game is probably Assassin's Creed Revelations, as that is one of two Assassin's Creeds I've ever beaten. As you can say something so not not controversial. Oh, I love the Revelations. It's my favorite of the Ezio trilogy, even though I am 100% sure it's not the best. I just enjoyed Old Man Ezio more than anything, and I enjoyed running around the uh, R.I.P. Byzantium, I mean Istanbul. <laughs> I like to call it Constantinople. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't believe I fucked that up. <laughs> I made it oopsie. I mean, it is technically right because of the... No, 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 I fucked it up. Do you like the Altair aspect of it? I did enjoy the Altair a lot. I thought uh, that game was really essential to making his character memorable. Interesting. Besides being like the first... I mean, what do you know? what do you remember about him from the first game? Besides, no, I was being real. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I mean, I yeah. The first one, I mean, the big thing was just that his boss turned out to be the bad guy. That was yeah, really like, the only thing I, <laughs> yeah, Altair, I took away. That, and he's the only person that could pull off a leap of faith. Everybody else broke their leg or died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Altier just wasn't really a character in the first one. Yeah. He was just kind of assassin guy. Could you be a person, please? Yeah. So I thought uh, Revelations was definitely my favorite one, and uh, there's a lot of nostalgia involved because I went back and played the Ezio collection and. I'm, it's hard. It's hard for me to play them these days, if I'm being honest. So I was actually one of the few people who actually enjoys <clears throat> the new system they did, they did with like Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. I beat Odyssey. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's a great game. I think <laughs> it's a good game. I think it's a solid 7 out of 10, and it might technically be my favorite Assassin's Creed because I put the most hours into it and I had the most enjoyment from, but I want to say Revelation. <laughs> and my favorite character is a toss-up between uh, uh, Edward? Is it Edward Kenway? The, the dad from the third one. The dad? Yeah. That's uh, Haytham Kenway. Oh, Haytham Kenway. I think, isn't Edward Kenway the Black Flag protagonist? Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's a toss-up between Edward Kenway and Hathen Kenway. I think that are, I think objectively, they're the most interesting people in the Assassin's Creed series. I think Ezio's, I think Ezio's interesting, but I think they're, I just like them better. Hathen because he's got a lot more depth to him. Edward because pirates are cool. Man, you know, if you like both of them by the transitive property, that means that you also love Connor. I'm getting there. <laughs> I think the worst character and my least favorite character in the Assassin's Creed games is Connor. Because I think he has the actual depth of a wooden board, and I think they had the perfect plot there for him. Like, he could have been, like, one of the coolest characters ever, and they completely ruined it. He's just... You know what it is? You know what the biggest... It's not even the writing that I feel like went wrong. I think his voice actor just did not do great. Connor Connor was one for... um the American Revolution. Yeah, one, right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just that was three. He mm-hmm. just felt like a wooden board full of angst. Yeah, I get what you mean. I was like, man, I really don't like this guy. Yeah, like I, should, I, I thought this was Black Flag. <laughs> Where's my Edward, my sassy pirate? <laughs> that was my favorite assassin's outfit, though. Yeah, there was a cool outfit. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. And the tomahawk. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like The Tomahawk was really cool. And the fact that you could get it in the collector's edition. Oh, my God. Also, one more complaint about that game. I hated the Frontier. Mm. Walking in snow should never be that aggravating. <laughs> Unless you're really walking in snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're really walking. It's, it's like, we added this cool new area, but it's going to have snow that makes it take even longer to walk it's through like, a barren oh land with a bunch of wildlife. It's Thanks, like, game. Oh, I love like, this. Like, oh, <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> All right. So for me, I mean, I think... Well, first I'll talk about the movie, since me and Jayford are the only ones that have seen the movie. Uh, I thought... The movie had some good parts to it, for sure. I wouldn't say it was an excellent film. I will say, as far as video game adaptations go, it's in the upper echelon. Not that that's yeah. saying a whole lot because of video game movies, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was really interesting. Like I said, my favorite part absolutely has to be the way they played the Animus, because one of the things that never made sense to me was how Desmond was able to learn how to be an assassin through his assassin's memories by laying on a bed. <laughs> really, And so seeing seeing Michael Fassbender's character actually doing the movements so it becomes muscle memory started that made a lot more sense to me. I thought I appreciated that. Although it was kind of bulky, but and I also don't understand how they wanted them to do leap faith the whole time and then it broke the machine. <laughs> it didn't make sense. They literally the entire movie they're like, we're gonna have to we want you to do a leap of faith. And Cal's like, Alright, I'm gonna do a leap of faith and he does and the machine like can't comprehend it and just breaks. Just read it and just fucking busts out. Yep. So that didn't make sense. Uh, also, the fact that they just like immediately killed the Templar leadership in the end was also very odd. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it the the story was very messy. They didn't go into anything about Aguilar about what kind of character he was. You literally see him take the oath, and then you see him try to protect the Apple of Eden. But you don't learn anything about him as a character or as a person. He just, he's, just, he's just the Apple guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how in Assassin's Creed games there's just random bits of mo- modern day? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they treated Aguilar's story. Oh, that's not good. Is he was just different parts. And so it was it was it was messy because of that. They definitely should have focused more on what was going on with Aguilar's story and the piece of Eden. Mm. But I Yeah, I mean I thought it was interesting. Michael Fassbender did it. He did good with what he had. It wasn't a particularly great story, so he had he couldn't do a whole lot with it, but I appreciated it. Like it was just so very confusing because he was in prison in the beginning and they didn't explain why he was on death row. All you see is him getting getting a lethal injection and then waking up because Abstergo saved him. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's an assassin. <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> he didn't know what the assassins were. All he knows is that his dad was an assassin who killed his mom. Sounds very much like death. Did they just literally take Assassin's Creed 1 and just cherry pick things? Yes. <laughs> ah. Except they actually had his dad be someone that was at Abstergo, which was interesting. It was kind of cool. He got, to, he got to interact with more of the people, which was cool. And once they eventually broke out, uh, all the people... The the sequence of them escaping Abstergo was really cool because they did like a whole prison break thing, and you got to see all these assassins do stuff, which was really cool. And it's kind of what you're there for. Yeah. So seeing them siege Abstergo and take it over was really cool. Um, seeing the piece of Eden in action or the Apple of Eden in real life was cool, even though we didn't get to see it do too much. Yeah. Um, and the effects were awesome, dude. The scene where the so they did like a scene multiple times of this eagle 
that was flying in towards this war-torn homeland uh-huh. of the place where Aguilar was uh, in Spain. And it was supposed to be like the last free city, and they were trying to take that city down so that way they could find the piece of Eden, cause that's, or the apple of Eden, because that's where it is. Mm-hmm. And so every time they did that scene, like it looked excellent. The effects when they ever went, whenever they relived his ancestors' memories were amazing. They did a great job on that. Uh, they definitely, they didn't skip on that at all. Like <laughs> The effects were awesome. The, the story was lacking, um, but the effects were awesome. And just getting to see the Assassin's, I mean, Assassin's Creed is something, I mean, I've loved Assassin's Creed ever since I learned about it on X-Play when it came out. Um, that's, that's, you know, that's back way back in 2007 when the first one came out. And it was one of the first PS3 games that I got because I saw it on there. I was like, this is the coolest concept ever. Was it really 2007? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that coming out in middle school and everybody made fun of the kid who like really liked Assassin's Creed. He's like, oh, you're weird. But then Joke's I like secretly them. played Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I just didn't loser. want to tell people. <laughs> you're a loser. How could you like Ezio Azatori? How, how could you like the going around Renaissance times? How could you hate, or how could you like meeting Da Vinci? You seem to know a lot about this game that you're making fun of him about. <laughs> ha ha, everyone point and laugh at the guy who's learning history. <laughs> no, but honestly, those those games are nice and interesting, like, good to play. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's been a very important series to me. I may have fallen off over the years, but some of my favorite moments of, of gaming I can think of is related to this, getting mm-hmm. it from X-Play. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it was my first M game. Uh, when the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer was one of my favorite things, yeah. walking around and just randomly, like randomly stabbing or getting stabbed by someone as you're trying to find uh, one of my favorite pre-order bonuses for the Legendary Edition I got from that, and it was uh, these music box or uh, these Jack in the Box that you could <laughs> you turn the key and they pop up, and it was the Harley Quinn from from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah. For the multiplayer, it was awesome. And I got one that was a doctor because I ended up with, I don't know, multiples of them. It was really odd. But, yeah, I mean, that's uh, just... And that was Brotherhood? That was Brotherhood, yeah. Which one, one was... The, where was Brotherhood set? Was That was the one that was in Rome. That was the Rome one? Yeah, because yeah, it was in Venice, right? The second one was, yeah. Yeah, the second oh, one was okay. in Venice okay. and, like, yeah. Florence and shit. I, yeah. always, I always get, like, the titles confused, so Brotherhood, to me, sounds like Syndicate, but Syndicate isn't the same thing. Definitely not at all. Uh, and then, yeah, my, and then one of my favorite memories is passing a world history quiz because of, right. what, because of what I learned from Assassin's so Creed 2. You're not the only person that I've ever heard say that. So many people actually learn history facts from fucking Assassin's Creed, and that's why I fucking love those games. I, I literally, like, I, I got the world history quiz, and it said, who are the patrons of Florence? And I was like, oh, fuck, the Medici's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so... uh I'm going to go on a limb and say I was the only one who had the experience of playing Assassin's Creed and being like, oh, I know that. That's cool. Yes, yes. because not a lot of people are learning about history. <laughs> I, I knew who the in the, in the, in the third the one. In the third one, I knew about stuff because, you know, they've I mean, taught us a lot about the Revolutionary War. But the Renaissance, they glossed over that. Other than when Da Vinci showed up and I was like, holy shit, it's him. What's getting the... So, Assassin's Creed, it's hard to choose. Probably... Probably Brotherhood probably yeah. is my favorite, um, but it's really hard to choose between that one and two. Those are so just some of the best games I've ever played. Um, but I think I have to go with Brotherhood because I loved, I loved the introduction of the other assassins that you recruit. I loved recruiting other assassins, <laughs> and I, one of my favorite things to do in the game was get close to an enemy and then just signal my my assassins, and they just come and take them out. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> 
It didn't even matter if it was just some random roof dude. If I had that available, I would just have them come and just stab the guy and leave. But can we talk about how, like, Ezio's brotherhood is, like, the most chill thing to get into? Like, you know, you know, like, how the main character assassins would have to go through these trials and, like, earn their right and everything? But no, if you, Ezio would just go up to you and be like, hey, homie, you want to join? <laughs> yep. All right, I'll call you when I need you. And he'd be, and the guy would like run off, run off, and like start climbing off the roofs. And it's like, wow. I guess immediately, I guess I every time they're always gymnast. That actually, that reminds me. One of my favorite scenes is when Da Vinci is talking to him about the hidden blade. And he's like, so it appears here that you have to you have to cut off your finger to prove your worth to the assassins, and that's how the hidden blade works. And Ezio's like, uh. And then Da Vinci's like, "Oh, I'm I'm not making you do that. I I fixed it so that way you don't have to use you don't have to lose your finger." But I just loved how he's he just tells him, "Yeah, you you have to lose a finger for this." Yeah, here you go. I, I guess. yeah, I think, I think there's some things that we should get rid of, and I think the finger thing is the first thing to go. <laughs> Actually, I want you to sacrifice more fingers, but your whole hand. I thought Brotherhood had a really good story. I mean, two had a good one, but Rome was just it was a great location. Getting to see, I mean, I'm a big architecture guy, and I've always, one of my dreams have been to go to Rome. Mm -hmm. So this is literally the closest I've ever gone in my life to (laughs) seeing Rome. (laughs) And I I just loved getting to see, like, the Colosseum and everything. Um, The story was just really good. Like, the second, the story in the second one was good, but I liked Ezio when he wasn't just revenge-driven. Like, he actually was seeing, he was becoming an assassin. He was actually becoming the leader of the assassin's need, which I, I just really appreciated that. So, I, I mean, I definitely think the second one, and obviously my favorite assassin is Ezio. I mean, I've already mentioned him multiple mm-hmm. times. Ah, I see the basic answer. I mean, I don't care. Like, he was the best one. He's the one we spent the most time with. Pirates. I love getting pirates, pirates, pirates. I love getting to know him in the games. Um, he was, like you said, he was suave. Mm-hmm. He was going. I love these, yeah. like, when he was, like, his shithead self before his parents, yeah. like, before his yeah. dad and his brother yeah. died. He's like, oh, I'm going to go visit this girl for a nightcap. And that's when I learned what a nightcap was. <laughs> 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 but I, he just, he was always fun to play as. He wasn't always, because it just seemed like the other protagonists I've really played with, like uh, Altier and uh, Connor, it a lot of it was just they were doom and gloom and they were gruff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like you want to be Ezio. It's like, yeah. yeah, this guy's freaking cool. I mean, yeah, other than the whole like family dying, you had a pretty good life. <laughs> like minus that, then I could be Ezio. <laughs> you, know, you know what one of the coolest things for me playing through Assassin's Creed 2 was? was that? Like later on, like I took a... Uh, class about the reformation so i learned about that time period hmm. and one of the coolest things for me is you know that opening scene where he's fighting the shitbag uh whatever the fuck his name is i can't remember his name the guy who's his age that's his rival that's part of the rival family that kills his family i don't know romeo oh, dang <laughs> <laughs> pretty much but anyway like that whole brawl you know that whole brawl where he gets a scar with the rock and everything yeah that's a real life historical event I can't remember the name of it, but like there was actually a street brawl like that in Venice. Like that's an actual historical event. I thought that was really cool. That, You're like, like, wait a minute. <laughs> like you know, you just like, oh, they, it's just like a plot device to yeah, set they, up this they, guy. They, yeah, they they seem to do that all because they they did that with Connor and like that his dad started the the Boston massacre. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was that really he, cool, that he was yeah. the one that shot the gun, and that, that's mean, what spooked all the all the um, all the British. God, I love I love watching all those like little history things happen. Yeah, like yeah. They're like, wait a minute, history. That's, this is for real. So. That's definitely I feel like what the new ones are missing. 
because the open world thing is just harder to do the history things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get like Greek philosophers being just really dumb and annoying. <laughs> God, I hated that guy. Oh, I, Who was it? It was, oh, was Socrates, it? wasn't it? Well, yeah, Socrates yeah, but they, they bitch. Call him Socrates. Socrates they called him Socrates. Yeah, I fucking hated Socrates every time he showed up in Odyssey. I'm like, I want to kill you. And he knew I wanted to kill him. <laughs> Socrates was annoying as shit. <laughs> he could have had Plato, but he was in a cave. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I. D- <laughs> There's so many things in Odyssey that could have been better. <laughs> like the entire war mechanic was dumb. <laughs> Such a waste of time. <laughs> I did it every time and on every island, but it was a waste of time. <laughs> oh, I turned all the people blue instead of red. <laughs> Congrats. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> you are the best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I just think there's so many things I can say about Assassin's Creed that I just love, it. and I, I kind of hate that. I mean, I, I I hate that I haven't been able to play all the Assassin's Creeds that come out in the past few years, uh, just because of time and everything and energy. But I, it's always one of the series that I I'll always count as one of my favorites, no matter how long it's been. Uh, and I I would love to see them do a TV show or do another movie, uh, just something, just to get to see more media for Assassin's Creed. I think it's a great property, and they could do a lot. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, J. Fred, what's yours? You know, I was just looking over trying to figure out what would be my favorite, but I haven't gotten to play... Well, I've gotten to play Black Flag a little bit, but that's the most recent that I've played at all. And I didn't play it a lot because I didn't own it. I played it when I went over to Thomas's house. But played through Assassin's Creed 3. That was... It was all right. Um... I feel like it was good enough that I didn't regret playing it. Uh, definitely could have been better. Um, played Brotherhood, and I've played the first one. I don't think I played the second one. I was looking through the uh, details of it on Wikipedia just now, and it doesn't sound familiar, so I may have somehow skipped that. But say probably my favorite assassin is Ezio mm-hmm. uh, which is I think pretty common pretty standard yeah, rightfully so better be Ezio yeah I mean makes sense <laughs> how can you say that when you didn't choose Ezio but I like Black Flag as a game <laughs> I think my favorite game honestly had to have been the first one and just going back to it was a beginning of a really awesome franchise and i think they did it really well and improved on it over time but i don't think any of the individual improvements were as significant as the first assassin's creed game i mean even as it was a uh sequel to or not really sequel but based on prince of persia sense of time kind of wanting a sequel for that uh it I think it did an awesome job making another game in that vein that could have other games attached to it to turn into a franchise. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I see that you're you're another proponent of getting hurt by Prince of Persia. <laughs> yes. No doubt about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I got hurt. Let's do this again. <laughs> yep. Didn't they just like release a remake of a game of Prince of Persia lately? Like early? I think Sands of Time. Year? 
Was yeah, it through Mega Saints of Time? Yeah, I think so. I think I remember seeing it and going, oh, hey, that's happening. Oh, yeah. Prince yeah. of Persia. Prince of Persia is cool. That movie sucked, but uh, <laughs> games are cool from what I heard. Uh, it's delayed indefinitely. No. Well, the remake, no. Yeah. Well, oopsie. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, since Prince of Persia is in the, in, in the conversation, that movie kind of sucked. Oh, so also, while I was looking through that information, I found out that my idea for making a Netflix series for Assassin's Creed is several months too late. Why is that? Because Netflix apparently entered into an agreement with Ubisoft Ubisoft in uh, October 2020. Yeah, to develop their properties, right? Uh. Just for Assassin's Creed. Oh. Well, Assassin's Creed and uh, I think it was Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh, yeah. But there are... <laughs> I, remember, I remember that news, yeah. Yeah, there are several other Ubisoft films that are coming out that are being done by other people. I think like Lionsgate and someone else. But I think Netflix was doing several. Calling it now. And the... one of them is Assassin's Creed. And I think they have a uh, live action and anime and something else that they were talking about. I try to find that again. Calling it now best movie of the bunch that comes out from that deal. Raymond raving rabbits, the movie <laughs> calling it now. It's going to be a cinematic masterpiece. Raymond raging rabbit suit. I don't yeah. know. Anything with the rabbits is going to the blow. rabbit rabbit fevers coming back to America. Oh my God. Do you guys remember the freaking, the rabbit show? They, they had their own show. I no, try to, I try to put adult. anything of them out of my memory. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> that was a different time for Ubisoft. No, no, that's just Ubisoft. <laughs> it's always been Ubisoft. a, it's always been a, a company that you just look at and it's just kind of crooked. <laughs> Calling it now, even though they come out with all these properties, the best thing that I've done is Mythic Quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a good one. Although I always scream anytime I watch that. That's literally For Honor. <laughs> that that, that cutscene is from For Honor. They couldn't even make an original cutscene. Well, they weren't expecting people to play their games, okay? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I played this before. It's like, what? You played For Honor? You see like an Ubisoft guy just like run out the door. <laughs> Starts crying. Man, For Honor was disappointing. Yeah. You thought it was going to be a cool like little like sword fight game and then it turned out it was rock, paper, scissors, the game. <laughs> 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 I'm just going after every Ubisoft property Apparently, at this point. Yeah. I know how you feel. Yeah. Not a big fan of Ubisoft, to be honest. So okay. they're not a big fan of you. I can live with that. Can you? Yeah. I don't think you can. It's okay. I'm already I'm getting paid off by EA, so <laughs> EA superior, Ubisoft bad. Did you get in the game? It's in the game. <laughs> EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> Dude, I I hated that intro because I knew I was about to get my ass kicked in FIFA. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. Nah, nah, the, the, the more proper one, EA Sports. We already have your wallet. <laughs> True. You're a fool for buying this. <laughs> buy, our, buy our virtual training cards, you idiots. <laughs> See you in a year EA for the same day. EA Sports. 
buy DLC so you can actually play the game. <laughs> did they did they make um it's actually EA is EA Sports buy a DLC to find out our slogan. <laughs> <laughs> did they make the Star Wars the Battlefront ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, EA, mm-hmm. not EA Sports. I know not EA Sports. <laughs> no, I know EA. Hmm. EA, what a company. It truly is, uh. by definition, a company. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Have we seen their permits? E- EA crawled so Bethesda could run. About- and, and their freaking weird, like, what? DLC schemes. Tyler, it has to be a company. It won Worst Company in America two years in a row. Did it really? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, honestly. Worst Company run by pretty... a bunch of penguins in suits. Hell, hell have no fury like a gamer being pissed. <laughs> True. I'll tweet about you right now. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, those were our favorite games and a quick quick tangent about hating EA, which is always good. Always good to wrestle the jimmies. <laughs> so next up is our audience question segment. So we want to bring all of you into our mail of madness. So we ask for questions from our patrons for the crew to answer about this week's topic. These questions range from serious questions about the future to off-the-wall questions about the franchise and ourselves. <laughs> So for our first question, which assassin would you want to be? Pirate assassin. <laughs> I've said it and I've said it before, I would always want to be a pirate. But what is his name? What was his name? Fuck. I forgot it already. Any Mr. Chance. Edward. Edward, yeah. I'm returning the Animus. I want to be Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Blackbeard. Yeah. Who would you be? Who I'd be, be Alexios. For be a, reasons. For reasons. <laughs> Is it to bang your way through Greece? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I like how he licked his lips before he said that. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is a tour of the Mediterranean. It'd be pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, fight just... some, fight some, uh, fight some mythological mythological creatures. Meet some men. Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> The bathhouses. <laughs> so oh no, <laughs> nothing clean about it. <laughs> oh, God. Just the men. <laughs> Just the men. Just the men. Stop! Stop a! Stop a conspiracy designed to destroy the Greek world. Meet some more men. <laughs> Alexios. He knows how to have fun. He's, he's really. He really is a man's man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that man's man and that man's man. <laughs> Please stop. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, now that you're done being a slut. <laughs> I like how I went for for freaking just pirates or sea shanties. You're like, I want to meet men, <laughs> enjoy scurvy, and fight mythological beings. <laughs> hey, and save the Greek world and meet men. <laughs> to meet men, I'm just a humble pirate slash poacher slash howling monkey killer, <laughs> and I'm just a humble Greek uh, Greek warrior. <laughs> That meets men. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Thomas? Uh, yeah, no, so I want to be at two. To meet many men. <laughs> I don't know. When you said a nightcap, we don't really know what happened. <laughs> it's true. He actually uh, did it with the brother, not her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I dated you to get to him. <laughs> Yeah, so, too, it's a nice pick. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it not only is he just a great character and he's he's 
just cool. Like he he's is. also he has his own estate, which is right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool outfit. He revitalized the economy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, um. He, he 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 does he does big jump and eagle scream. <laughs> uh, so stuff with the Pope occurred. Stuff with the Pope. He got to go to Venice and Florence and Rome, which are all places I'd love to go to. Hey, uh, Tyler, you have something against the current Pope? Is there a reason why you want to fist fight him really badly? No, dude, he beat my ass. <laughs> women women want to be with him. Popes want to be him. <laughs> he gets his hands on the apple of Eden. <laughs> He gets to go to cool locales. He meets lots of women. He's a cool guy. He's got land. He revitalizes failing districts. What can't I mean? What can't this man do? Yeah, they actually make a even in his fucking sixties. And also the fact that he met the love of his life when he was like sixty was fucking (laughs) impressive in Revelations. There are a lot of impressive things he did in Revelations, such as the sheer brutality that he fought everybody, which stunned me. But when he got that librarian chick, I was like, what in the world just happened? Heck yeah, dude. You know what's even more impressive? They survived till 60. That's <laughs> true. Right? <laughs> that he survived till 60 in that fucking time period. Any of you ever like jump from a distance farther than two feet and how your legs just feel like his, about his to get arthritis out? is just exploding every time he walks. <laughs> See what they don't actually. Fun fact: whenever he does leap of face in Revelation, it actually cuts out the uh, the uh, thirty minutes of him getting out of the hay bale, hay bale and going. Oh. <laughs> My bones are popping. Oh, no, bones oh, are popping. What was his name? Is it Yusuf? Is that his little yeah his little buddy. crony? He's just like Yusuf. Take me to the bath. <laughs> My bones, they ache. <laughs> Wait the, a minute. I didn't know I still had that ligament. <laughs> it's the bone popping. It's happening again. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Yeah. And he walks around with like a cane, but the cane's also hit a blade. Yeah, right. The cane's also a blade. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Pretty sure they did that in Syndicate, actually. Like they, they did do did. that in Syndicate, yeah. Because it's classy, but also Because it's, it's gentlemen, <laughs> but also kill. <laughs> But yeah, no, I just feel like that's who would be cool. I kind of wanted to be Connor because living through the American Revolution would be cool. But then I also realized I don't think I really care enough about the American <laughs> Revolution as opposed to the Renaissance. Getting to meet Da Vinci. Getting to right. see Rome. Getting to be Da Vinci's freaking... Seeing okay. my Uncle Mario make a Mario reference, I wouldn't <laughs> understand because it's the 1400s. Who in their right mind would want to live through, one, living in the colonies, two, a war... Oh, being a part of history, Brandon. Re- Go live in the Renaissance where it's nice. They're not going to remember my name. I'm just a flamboyant guy. Hey. <laughs> They're not going to remember your name in the American Revolution. Thanks, Brandon. That's the pep talk. Right. About. It's like fucking Brandon crushes your dreams. It's like it, it, you're just going to like see one day the history books change. And it's because of this pep talk. Because you were a dick to me. And I messed up the you know something. Also, uh. Assassins I, I killed George Washington on accident. <laughs> also, assassins assassins are supposed to be undercover. Technically, if you're remembered in the history books, you're not very good at your job. Dang, he does prove a point, though. He do got a point, though. <laughs> hey, I'm a glory hound. You don't know. Perhaps you should have uh, become a general in the Continental Army then, my dude. <laughs> Maybe I get flipped. You don't know. You don't know me? <laughs> Who are you? Shut up. All I'm going to say is that Haytham had a good point. Yes, he did, actually. <laughs> he did. He was actually very compelling, and I yes. actually love that aspect. That's probably my best far, favorite part of the three. But anyway, J. Fred, which, uh, which assassin would you want to be? Uh, I think I got to go Ezio. 
Elaborate. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've literally been talking about that for half the show so far. So yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like there's anything new that I can really add to that at this point, except he's cool as shit. Like, he's also got a cool name. I don't know. Auditory. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I can't argue against you, J. Fred. You are correct. He is cool as shit. Yeah, it's weird. Is what I'm saying. You know, you know what's weird is like you know the serotonin of like accomplishing something. You know, I was so hyped about getting Altier's outfit in the second one and unlocking <laughs> that because it was yeah. behind that grate, and I was like, I need you. Yeah. But in reality, I prefer Ezio's costume over Altier's. I mean, it, it was hard. Those, especially like getting. Uh, <clears throat> no, no, that's the third. Never mind, that's Brotherhood. But no, those, 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 those things were hard. Like especially like I remember I think it's the second one where you have to go up the church. And oh my god, yeah. Fuck that place. And you fall and just desynchronize. Yeah, you just <laughs> desynchronize. Ezio can never be a cripple. Fuck. <laughs> got desynchronized. Imagine they didn't desynchronize and you even have to live like <laughs> you have to figure out how to play the game it's like, with well, him, like a broken leg. It's like, well yeah, this is actually what happened to your ancestor, so now you gotta keep going through this. <laughs> you changed history, idiot. Damn it. Damn it! Oh, because he he slipped on that fucking weird <laughs> Greek fruit, and now he <laughs> <laughs> fell through ninety steps. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Next question. Next question. Is the Templar's plan flawed about having these people relive their assassins' ancestors' memories? Yes, I think so. Because like, what? What's the point of that? Why? Why? Why have them relive get information? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Counter argument to Juan's thing. Why not get the ancestors? I mean, the, the Templar Juan came back. <laughs> Why not bring the descendants of the Templars who are the bad guys in those games and have them relive the memories? Because I feel like they would already know that stuff from the Templars. Because like yeah, that's their that's like their gang information from the assassin's perspective, right? Because that's like their gang. Like why why get information that's already known when you want to get count, like information from <laughs> like an organization that you're against? Unless like it wasn't written down and you kind of like forgot it. Counter argument: How the hell did they find these people in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> like how do they know you? He you have those memories. He has assassin blood. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess that they own like blood banks and genetics labs, and yeah, knowing the Templars, any, any lab that DNA already. comes through, they probably run it through like a database. I got. Like, I, I'm gonna. I know it's a fictional world, and I know that the in that fictional world it would make sense. But I'm gonna call bullshit on them <laughs> being able to trace that far back, <laughs> all the way back. It's kind of like it's kind of like vampires, you know, where they. They own the blood banks. It's, it just makes sense <laughs> that you own those places <laughs> that you get your information from. Obviously, that's the one place where vampires Dude, would they be. They own twenty three and me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I was run by the Templars? It's one hundred percent run by the Templars. That's why I never trusted twenty three and me. It's like, what you're going to send your DNA through the internet? Uh, Stargo's going to kidnap that's... you. It's one of several reasons not to trust it, but also, we won't get on that, that tangent right 23? now. 23? That's right. Upstairs, go. <laughs> Find out my family history of plucky Irish uh, Irish potato farmers. <laughs> 23 and me means your, your, your chromosomes because you have 23. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, ideally, yes. Is it 23 or 24? Because I think it's even. Who knows? It's 23. Is it 23? I mean, I would think so since they said that. Unless it was like 23 plus one because it's me. 
Fact check. DNA. How much? 23 pairs of chromosomes. Oh, yeah, it is 23. Okay, cool. Then, yeah. See? Learn something new every day. <laughs> I always wondered, but I don't have to Google it. <laughs> but now it makes sense. <laughs> and uh, biology was not my first favorite class. <laughs> was biology not your favorite class? <laughs> For the record, I knew it. I want that on the record. <laughs> While I die. <laughs> While you die again. We'll have it on the record that you knew something right before you died. <laughs> Thank you, Jay Fred. That he's on the tombstone. Again. <laughs> oh, God damn, you won. What Stop did making I... me laugh. <laughs> Yeah. Stop having Realize such a weak diaphragm. You knew a thing. <laughs> That'd actually be a good good tombstone. I would like that. Having a weak diaphragm? No. Oh. <laughs> he, <laughs> knew, he, he knew a, knew a thing. Because <laughs> then people are always going to wonder, what's the thing? What is the one thing? Like on your deathbed, you say, this, the one thing that I knew was... <laughs> <laughs> just dies. <laughs> I would, that would be awesome. I'd appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no. So, for, one, I have a problem with you saying that he tells them what it is on his deathbed we're saying it's on his tombstone so they see it and wonder after he's dead right so they always wonder but they start wondering when it's on his tombstone after he's dead (laughs) we're talking about years you you see where the issue is here no so if they don't start wondering until after he's dead then how can he come back around <laughs> to have them wonder on his deathbed and him be almost about to tell them, <laughs> but then dies? Haven't you ever heard of a seance, Jay Fred? <laughs> I'll finally tell it. Uh. <laughs> uh. All right. Jay Fred, what do you think? you think it was a dumb idea? Uh, yes, but I kind of understand the logic behind it. I just think... If these people's ancestors <clears throat> kicked your butt, you know, however many years ago, and you're going to get their descendants to get their memories and essentially relive their lives, you better be prepared to take care of them. Right? Yeah, because then they figure out that they're assassins, and they, they the whole time doing during the animus they know that the templars are bad and then you come out and say like hey where are those bad guys in those fucking memories it's like what <laughs> yeah i just i feel like you have to look at cost benefit analysis right is it really worth learning this information because let's be real at least 80 percent, like probably 80 percent of the people that go through that process get radicalized as assassins yep it's so like, like why even tell them in the first place like just let them leave and then you do like that uh like unless this- Unless they do this because they always need a bad guy. So they keep making assassins because the assassin brotherhood is pretty much dead by the time Desmond's around. Yeah. So they're like, we have to keep making enemies so that way we can say that we're the good guys. <laughs> I mean, that's also possible. It's such a weird narrative. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes you think. It really makes you go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Questions that make you go, hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Next question. What we got? What's so, Jay Fred, why do you hate 23 and me? <laughs> why do you hate... How much time do you have? <laughs> I mean, the honestly, the biggest thing that I don't like about it, that I find kind of sketchy about it, is if you read through the terms and conditions for all of those genetics <laughs> testing things, they all basically say that they own your DNA and can use it for undefined purposes 
in the future. <laughs> to build your robot. <laughs> to so, build your robot clone, you. clone, yeah. <laughs> so either, yeah, to at some point potentially clone you and then clone goes out and does some terrible thing and they look for DNA evidence and then you get arrested and thrown in jail. I mean, um, we, and, no, and, I'm, and I'm okay with not having that happen. In technicalities, even when you donate blood, the moment that it leaves your vein, it's considered bio waste and they can do whatever they want with it. They so, cannot I mean, do whatever they want with it. There are very strict guidelines on what they can do with, with donated, donated blood, blood. Mm. and if they are getting rid of it there are specific ways they have to dispose of it mm. and grace lied to me grace lied to me, <laughs> grace lied to me. i didn't expect <clears throat> this to be a whole thing i didn't really it, it's it's weird bio waste <laughs> is bio bio waste is such a finicky topic because like it's, technically it is yours but it's not in you anymore and you voluntarily donated it but it's like who knows right but also when you're donating blood the things that you sign basically say that it's going to to be done. Okay. This, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's not nearly as open-ended as, as the, yeah. They basically just say, we own your DNA for purposes and reasons for things. What? Right. Um, going to need right. you to close that a little bit. <laughs> so so right. there, go, there goes our 23 and me sponsorship. <laughs> All right, uh, so the actual question: <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your favorite tool in the in the assassin's arsenal? Flintlock pistols. Flintlock pistol. <laughs> yeah, because it's like parry this motherfucker, and I shoot you with like four <laughs> different fucking flintlock pistols. Brandon, apple of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> Going nuclear. <laughs> Literally, nothing is more fun than that. Uh, that. Uh, Altair memory and revelations when you have the apple. He's like casually Marco, walking, like yeah, with Marco Polo, and you're just taking down that entire invasion while you're just talking <laughs> to Marco Polo. With Marco Polo, <laughs> yeah, because they added Marco Polo. They were like, "Well, after all, Tierra di- was dying. He gave the apple weed into Marco Polo." It's like, <laughs> it's like what? hey, I get that. That's a history thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know that name. Hold the phone. That guy's not just the the pool, the pool game. <laughs> I know that guy. So, uh, so for me, it's gonna be uh, the hit him blade. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, the hidden blade is awesome. Basic. I just love the concept. It's so cool, could, right? It was. I mean, a... you could go with dual hidden blade, poison hidden blade, but no, you went with Tom. Oh, Lassie. you know what? No, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going hook blade. <laughs> I respect a man of class. <laughs> I thought the hook blade was an interesting concept because it didn't make any sense to me how it could actually work. Yeah, because the whole the whole point of like the hidden blade was so cool because like nobody had, like. It's like it's you literally same, going in for a handshake and then you get stabbed. It's, <laughs> it's just cool, like the hidden aspect. It, it goes with like the same thing with like Taxi Driver, where like he has the hidden pistol, mm-hmm. and like they show it again in like uh, in, in Django Unchained, where he like takes out his uh, Derringer. It goes with like the same thing where it's like it's hidden, and like at any point he's just like, huh, that guy doesn't have a finger. That's weird. Oh, he does. Uh, that's a blade. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so that's my cue to leave. So hidden blade. Oh, yeah, hidden blades definitely. It. I I just love it, and I loved like I loved using it. Even even though I had swords and stuff, I just go up and <laughs> randomly stab them. It's like I have this big old sword, but blade. And I mean, then I do it to civilians, and I get desynchronized. 
Fun fact about the Ezio trilogy, uh, using the hidden blade most of the time was actually more effective than That's the true. swords. Yeah, that is. That combat was also broken. Also, the fact that you could parry a sword with a hidden blade was very confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, mean, the fact that it got yeah. really close to like your entire <laughs> arm. I mean, like I could see it. Like if you were like a master assassin, you were. You could literally. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, if you're like a master I mean, assassin, it's like, not something where I'm just like, oh, this is this is impossible. But it just seemed like something that I was like, this is very feel out like there. it should work. Yeah, it's very <laughs> out there. Yeah, like it, it's not the most ridiculous thing that happens in the series. That's a good point, <laughs> Jayford. What about you? <laughs> so oh, I was definitely also gonna say the hidden blade, but I'm gonna go ahead and also throw in the swords of Eden. The Swords of Eden? Swords of Eden? Yeah, I was looking at Sounds cool. Assassin's Creed Wiki, and I'm trying oh, from, to see what game it's from. From Unity. Oh, I never uh, played that one. Oh, we're going the Unity route. I didn't either. I've heard uh, that's actually a really good game after all the patches. Is Unity the, the French one? Yeah. Unity's the French one, yeah. I've heard. So I have also heard that, and I'm looking on Steam right now, and there's a bundle that includes <laughs> Black Flag, Unity, Rogue, and Syndicate. For twenty-seven dollars. Yeah, you should definitely do that for Black Flag alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what yeah, I was just, just her, thinking. Just for sea shanties. Oh, those look really cool. I like the color, dude. I'd pay just oh, for the so soundtrack. Perseus of the sea was shanties. the first known user of a first known human user of a sort of Eden. Hmm. They say Hephaestus is what created it. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, that's really cool that they add Hephaestus. I see. Genghis Khan supposedly had one. <laughs> Demolay's advisor. You know Demolay brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, they just pop up all over the place, apparently. So, Swords of Eden. So, okay. So, its first appearance is in Unity. Mm. Oh, but apparently it's in Odyssey and Valhalla as well. They are? Yeah. I, I mean, if it's made by Sword of Eden. I mean, if it's made by Hephaestus, then... Actually, my... Uh... Fun fact, my favorite uh, piece of gear in the Assassin's Creed is Random Axe A from Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Cassandra obtained it after Deimos was killed. Oh, okay. okay. I know I know what sword you're talking about. I, I, I guess they call it that. I don't remember. So much. Oh, that game is too long. There's Apparently too much. Apparently Excalibur was one. Was it was it in uh was it in uh Syndicate then? Was it Scalibur in Syndicate or is it in No Odyssey? it doesn't say that it was it appeared in I think I think the Excalibur one might have been like a reference. Oh yeah. okay. That'd be cool. Like a King Arthur Assassin's Creed. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. King of the Britons. <laughs> king of the Britons. I'm your king. Who are the Britons? <laughs> well you are. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. The fact well, that I that, didn't vote for you. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that that joke went from like just saying King of the Britons to like an actual like political statement at the time in Britain. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Ladies in the water giving out swords should not be the, <laughs> the foundation of a government system. <laughs> yeah, that actually oh, totally now we see the violence inherent in the system. Everyone come and see the violence inherent in the system. Help, I'm being oppressed. <laughs> You saw him repressing me, didn't you? That's what I'm all about. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> Just thus again, proving my point, a Monty Python reference can always be put into everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Monty Python. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Dude, I feel like the Monty Python movies and like, like, uh, just like watching, watching like British comedies are like the reasons why I want to go to England. Like that's one of my like places that I want to go. So uh, are you going to be really disappointed when it turns out they're not all funny? Oh, I don't care, dude. I don't care. Do you think Sam's funny? No. <laughs> for But for legal reasons, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sam lost me immediately when he said he was a Patriots fan. So it was just like, no, nah, uh-uh, I'm out. I'll forgive a lot. but <laughs> That's the one thing I will not forgive. <laughs> Uh, All right, so I, I had another question, but I don't think that I don't know the the discussion will be as good because most of us haven't played the newer ones. But I was going to ask, what do you how do you feel about the old system of Assassin's Creed, where it's more stealth based versus the new system, where it's more you know like dark, I guess Dark Souls based ish, like Dark Souls Light or whatever. Like I'll fight. I'll fight anyone. I'm 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 team new new system. I'll fight them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, I'm with go. I'm with Brandon. The old system oh. got dated. Cool. Whoa. <laughs> no, I expect I'm, this. <laughs> from watching you play uh, Odyssey, mm-hmm. yeah, from watching you play Odyssey, I was like, yeah, this is way better than the old system. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say it's way better, but I think new system is where they needed to go. But, okay, you know what? I'll take, uh, let me put this down. I think the old system still could have worked, but I think they needed a lot of fine tuning, and I don't think they were willing to do that. It's Ubisoft, so, of course they weren't. Yeah, the <laughs> but the thing is, like the new system, it was a brush of fresh air, fresh, fresh air. Yeah, and I prefer the system because that's more the game I prefer. I don't like stealth. I'm, I'm, Derek, Derek I'm very dislike. impatient. Derek disliked that. <laughs> Actually, I think Derek said he prefers the new system too. Yeah, I think it was just Sam that said he wasn't a fan. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Sam disliked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the new system is not good enough yet. And uh, I think it was someone who said it. I think it was Sam. We were talking about it. The new system is like a Dark Souls-like because they just, in Valhalla, they added a stamina bar, which actually, I agree, helps. But the combat just feels meh. In Valhalla? Yeah, it's very meh to me. I've only Mm. played about an hour of it, but I played all of Odyssey, so. Is it about the same thing, like, (sighs) combat-wise? Here's my thing with the Assassin's Creed, like, gameplay lies. I like the new version, and this is just my thing. I don't think it's ever going to be a nine out of ten, nine out of ten, or ten out of ten game again. Maybe not even an eight out of ten game because I don't think they'll ever put in the effort able mm. to make that. Because say they, it's kind of like Call of Duty now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it sells. And honestly, like I like the new gameplay system. I know there's definitely ways you can make it better, mm-hmm. but I don't think they'll ever put it in the work. That's why they changed the system. You know what's what's the only game that I can compare the like the new system to Assassin's Creed is Dishonored because they gave you the choice of like oh you can be sneaky the entire game or or you could just fucking disregard everything and just murder everybody with that, Dishonored. That's a good one. You know what's another good comparison besides like uh, Dark Souls? I I feel like Dark Souls is kind of a, actually I think the best comparison you can make to the combat system of how they can make that combat system so much better. <laughs> It's, it's going to sound weird coming from me because I personally don't like the gameplay of this game, but I I agree it's objectively like a good game. Witcher 3. They're Jay very similar selected. combat systems, but Witcher 3 just does it in a better, more complex, like fulfilling way. Yeah. Like you feel like you're you feel actually like doing something. And then Assassin's Creed, 
you're wailing on people and seeing numbers. <laughs> like, I remember in Odyssey, I just made a fire build to set people on fire because I got bored. <laughs> what do y'all think? What do y'all old head heads think? I mean, I'll always love the originals. Mm-hmm. I love the stealth base. Um, but I've, I haven't had that much experience with the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I've watched people play them. Yeah. Uh, the new system seemed like it's good, too. I'm not really going to be... I, I don't... Games have to evolve. Yeah, and they definitely do. I know some people always wanted to be stealth based, and I I love stealth based. So if it stayed that way, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> uh, but I think Assassin's Creed was after Syndicate. We almost lost that franchise as a whole. Yeah. If they hadn't redid everything for Origins the way they did it, we would not have Assassin's Creed anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no true. way. There's no way that after Unity and Syndicate, that people were going to keep buying the same thing again and again. They were just done. And so they had to change, and they changed. They they changed in a positive way, and got to the point where, yeah, it may not be the franchise that we know, but it's changing into something else, and a lot of people enjoy that, and I'll always appreciate that because I think we should always have Assassin's Creed around, and I just hate for that to be gone just because they wanted to stay a specific way, but it just wasn't working anymore. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I also don't have any real experience with the new system, but. I've heard pretty good things, so I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> I just I just want them to focus on combat. <laughs> like it's such a weird thing to ask for in a game that's basically about combat, but like they just need I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not a game designer, but they just got to make combat like feel like pleasant. feel better and like it can't be more be, organic. Yeah, yeah, more organic. I want a game that's not like, you know what it feels like to me sometimes when I'm playing it. Like for example, I was playing Valhalla and I am dual wielding axes, <laughs> which is cool, right? Objectively, dual wielding weapons is cool, right? Always. I could, I would try wield if I could. <laughs> exactly. Like, and you're dual wielding, and you're chopping at the guy. You hold down like L1 on PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and you're chopping at a guy. Okay. And you, you would expect it to be like, ah, you know, like a berserker Viking going at it. Yeah. But it feels like I'm clicking on an MMO <laughs> with numbers coming out. That's, oh. yeah, that's what it feels like, except I have to dodge occasionally and watch a stamina bar. You don't really feel the, the I guess, the, the feralness of being like doing something like that, the berserking. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, yeah, because like, I've seen combat done well. Like, you know, Dark Souls is kind of a good example, but I get not wanting to go for that sort of, like, style. Or, like, on a less, on a more, like, I don't know, less more forgiving route, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Their combat is a lot more intricate because you have that system of checks and balances with their stances and everything. I think the biggest thing holding back Assassin's Creed right now is they can't figure out how to make the gameplay loop engaging enough to where it doesn't feel monotonous. Because, hmm. like, the combat sometimes feels... I still enjoy the games. I think I think Valhalla, I played an hour of it. I'm definitely going to beat it because I love time sinks. I love, big, I love big stories. I love big games. I like sinking into world, and I like Vikings, so I'm definitely going to play it. <laughs> But I'm going to look back, kind of like with Odyssey, I'm going to be like, I enjoyed my time. I don't regret that I put this time into it. But I could. this could have been a better game. Mm. This combat could have been, like, because at some point, I'm going to literally be doing something, say, combat, 
finding collectibles and I'm going to have a YouTube video on it because I'm bored. <laughs> and I don't think, I honestly don't think in a game like that, that's a good sign when you have to throw a YouTube video on in the background because you're bored of playing something. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair statement on the on the on the gaming industry as a whole. <laughs> Probably not what the audience was looking for, but <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right on that aspect. On like the fighting, um, yeah, can't really think of anything else because I haven't played too much of uh, like I think the last Assassin's Creed game was Black Flag. Yeah, and I didn't even finish that game because. It was during the time of fucking Gamefly. Hell yeah, baby, dude. Shout <laughs> yeah, out to motherfucking Gamefly. Game I got to return this tomorrow. Go, go, go. It was like, son of a bitch. And then I got like a fucking copy that was like scratched up. It was like, God damn it. Respect. Fuck whoever owned this game before me. <laughs> and that's why Gamefly. Is it still around? I've seen a couple ads for Gamefly, but I don't know if it's still around. I think it's still around in like it's- rural areas that don't have download. Uh, I think they do downloads now or something. Really? They still hmm. use games. I get pop-ups for them all the time. Yeah, really? They still, they still exist. Going strong. Gamefly. Yeah, I don't think I would ever buy a used game from Gamefly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a time, though. Like, freaking watching uh, cartoons coming back from school and, like, Gamefly, and it's like, holy <laughs> shit, I can have this whole fucking library yeah. of games and all I gotta do is wait for it to get here? Being 700th in line for it. Exactly, like the fucking magic of the U.S. postal system. <laughs> there's something about it. Might not, it might not be magical in the way you think it is. There's, there's something magical, magical about it. There's something about magical about it. But more of a, uh, more of like a childlike wonder. It's more right. of a what? What is it? The uh, less bippity boppity boo, and more of uh, the the witches from Hamlet. Is it Hamlet? <laughs> Yeah. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble instead of hippity hoppity hoo. Alright, I've got to wrap this up. Okay. I'd say before Brandon went off the rails, but that happened a long time ago. <laughs> Brought it back with that fucking Gamefly comment. Fucking slam dunk that bitch. Yeah, yeah, Gamefly, baby. That's my whole personality. Gamefly, fucking pirates, and monkeys. <laughs> Seems apt. <laughs> Alright. Want to help us out and also get to hear your review heard on air? Head over to Apple Podcasts and give Nerd of All Trades a five-star review so we can read it aloud. It's a small way to support us while also getting to hear your words be spoken in our sultry tones. Want to see postings every week related to our episodes? Give us a like on our social media platforms to be a part of the action. Our Facebook is Nerd of All Trade Podcast. Our Twitter is at NOAT Podcast. Our Instagram is Trades. Our YouTube is Nerd of All Trades. And we're on TikTok, NOAT Podcast. If you want to join our email list and be notified about new episodes and content, click the link in the show notes and join today. And don't forget, all of our handles will also be in the show notes. <clears throat> if you like what we do here and you want to become a member of our community, head on over to our Patreon, where for just $1 a month, you can join our Discord and talk with the crew about anything you want. In addition to becoming a member of our community, there are a lot of great tiers of support for you to check out. Your contributions, big or small, go towards us being able to create new programs and build this podcast into something great. Become a member of the crew. Join the Patreon today. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash nerdofalltrades. I hope you enjoyed our episode on Assassin's Creed. Hit that subscribe button so you're notified when our next episode on Steven Spielberg is released. Until then, I'm your host, Tyler Birch, signing off. This is Juan, the the Gamefly enthusiast, signing off. Brandon off the rails. Going (laughs) off the rails.
This is Jay Fred, the engineer, signing off. Staying on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, when it comes to being a nerve all trades, why choose? <laughs>